Welcome, everybody, back to Off the Rails, episode number 13. Uh, I'm Tone, that's Gems, and today we have special guests with us. Uh, this is going to be the second edition of a Friends podcast that we have. Um, so today we have on my guy, Ray, who is a uh, veteran, uh, veteran, I'm like, yeah, you're a veteran, he's an army vet, um, <laughs> And uh, me and Ray met uh, selling cars, and uh, we do a similar job now, um, although he can talk about it and I can't, so we'll see how that works out. Um, and then uh, he's also a huge Baltimore Ravens fan, as well as just Baltimore sports in general, and then um, has a, he has a huge hockey guy, so uh, plays for a disabled vet team called the Colorado Warriors. Is that right, Ray? Did yeah, I Colorado that? Warriors, yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ray. Hey. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm here. What are we? <laughs> yeah, welcome, Ray. Welcome. Yeah. Tone, so, I think I'm going to start when you say the stuff about your job and say you can't talk about it. I'm just, yeah. throughout the episode, I'm just going to drop brand names. Okay. In the conversation <laughs> where I can. The whole time. We've, we've had some close calls already, so. <laughs> I do eat a lot of hot fries. We almost did a draft on something that I might put into certain things so that's my job so gigolo a yeah. tone's job draft yeah dude I, i've had a couple of them so we could probably <laughs> i don't know if we could do 15 but uh um so yeah so uh ray was nice enough to come on the show uh he's also been nice enough to listen to the show which you should be doing if you're listening to this right now thank you for listening and also you should just tell everybody else that you know to go listen to it so um Jim's, uh, the first thing I wanted to talk to Ray about was his favorite football team just had a pretty big win in the playoffs. And since we're Lions fans and we don't know what a playoff win looks like, I figured we would get into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you could explain to us what it's like to win a playoff game, see your team win a Super Bowl, uh, have a quarterback be MVP. But, I mean, I like Matt Stafford, so I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah. We had a running back be MVP. We've had that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we've had a running back MVP. Yeah, uh, you know that that's what we had. He that's throws awesome. the ball on occasion, but if we're gonna win, it's gonna take him running the ball. We're gonna need 200, 300 yards on the ground. I, you know, yeah. we, we have Marlon Humphreys, Steph, Stefan Diggs, and that's how we're gonna beat him. We're gonna run the ball and stop Diggs. Full disclosure, I bet on Tennessee to beat Baltimore. I would have, too. <laughs> I also have future bets on the Bills to win the Super Bowl, so probably won't be on the Ravens' side this week. <laughs> uh, um, Jem's Je had a bad beat the other day. He snelled, snelled in the Pittsburgh game. It snelled it and get him some receiving yards. So. Yeah, I had like an eight-leg or nine-leg parlay for 10 bucks, and – Hit everything else except for Benny Snell's over rushing yards, and his over rushing yards was sixteen and a half yards. He had twelve yards on two carries, one and more yeah. carry, and I win like nine hundred dollars. Yeah, one carry. Yeah, basically one carry. Him falling forward. Right. He, but I mean, that's that's what happens when you bet. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, it was only a ten dollars, but i feel like i lost you feel like you're down 890 because of it yeah yep 
Pretty much, yeah. I I had one. Uh, I had one the other week where it's like a ten teamer, and it was like I put like five bucks on it, and it was I think the payout on it was like two grand, and I fucking missed by like two. But like one of the games was like should have went the other way. It was a bad call. I was like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Gambling. There's a lot of bad beats. Yeah, that's why I don't bet a lot. People are like, oh, you like you're really uh you're really in on that bet for three bucks, and I'm like, bitch, the payout's like a thousand dollars, like. <laughs> Go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I, play, I play the lottery, but I don't expect to win. So $3 yeah. is the same thing, but you have an actual chance at winning. Speaking of that, you guys are speaking to, uh, by the time this thing comes out, probably a $600 millionaire. I definitely bought lottery tickets for tonight, just so you guys know. Oh, I yeah, I haven't. Just up to like $600 million. I can't go do that. homework after this, and I drive right past the gas station. So I will <laughs> get a couple mega million tickets. Well, if you win something, you owe me because I just reminded you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a studio warehouse somewhere. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, so that's the goal. That's the goal, right? We're put. We're gonna build a studio warehouse somewhere when we become super rich. Okay. Well, if I win, I plan on building a rink. So we'll just throw one on there for you. Oh fuck! You heard it here. I'm holding yep. you up. Yep. Verbal is binding. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not even just verbal. There's video. Yeah, we got video you evidence. Say it. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so while since everyone just took a drink, what is everybody drinking right now? I have uh, just finished my first cup of coffee. I have a uh, Pepsi here, um, and then I have a another cup of coffee that has multiple cool stickers like Brand Tobler and other stuff like that. So, my cool tumbler ass mug. I am also drinking coffee out of a Lions coffee mug. But it is bourbon-infused fire department coffee. We had Jason Patton on, like, I don't know, six or seven episodes ago now. And ordered coffee, and it's fantastic. There's no actual alcohol in it, but it's got a hint of bourbon and really good. My wife ordered me, like, three pounds of coffee uh, for Christmas before we did that interview. And uh, so I have to get through that before I'm allowed to order more. I also got a T-shirt, another bag of regular coffee from them, and a bunch of stickers. So, Oh, sweet. Shout out, Jason. Good coffee. Good coffee. Review. We got the review. We'll be on live rescue Friday night. I was going to say live PD, but it's live rescue Friday night and A&E. Nice. How how many cups of coffee have you had of the coffee? Four or five. Good. Solid. You like it? Yeah, it's good. On a a scale of one to ten, what what are we giving this? I think it's pretty strong, too, actually. Like, uh, I was happy with the kick I got from it, so I'd give it like an eight. Nice. Oh yeah, well, definitely, uh, definitely a solid endorsement. And um, Ray, what are you drinking? He's uh, so I got myself some Yingling traditional lager from America's Oldest Brewery. Nice. Not available in Colorado. Um, it was smuggled from the East Coast. Nice. My dad drinks yeah. Yingling. That reminds me of my dad. He drinks Yingling every time we go golfing. He was like, I have like fifty of them. We uh, we used to not have it here in Indiana, but the probably like three or four years ago, it finally got here. So we can... Yeah, they've been opening up new breweries. Their thing is they only distribute 24 hours that they can get in a truck. Nice. So wow. the East Coast is pretty covered now because they're in Pennsylvania and Florida, but hmm. they just struck a deal to go like brew through cores. So they should be nationwide this year. That's sweet. That's awesome. I, I like I get some of the stuff like that where they are kind of local-ish, but like there's like we would drive if I had like a baseball tournament growing up and we were like close to Ohio, we went the extra little bit to Ohio so we could get Yingling or 
I get it, and it's cool. Like, there's a brewery in Wisconsin that's really New Glarus Brewing has uh, Spotted Cow, which everybody loves, but you can only get it in Wisconsin. So I get why they do that, but like, just imagine how much money, money these places well, yeah. make. Like, some of it, some of it could just comes down to the facilities. If you can't brew enough to go yeah. everywhere, then you might as well stay in stock in the areas you can handle. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. That's what uh, you guys picked up uh, St. Archer recently. That's uh, my, Doing horrible. one of my, f- really? Yeah. Yeah, damn. Well, it's good. I had, I bought some. I thought it was well, really good. Also, I mean, it, they picked one of their brands and they went with it. And I just don't think it was the right one, but I'm not, you know, it's not my say. Yeah. Right now. Uh, no, they, I thought it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it. That was uh founded by my favorite, two of my favorite skateboarders, uh, Paul Rodriguez and Mikey Taylor. Um, and uh, I was pretty pumped that they, we finally got it here. Cause for the longest time you could only get it in like California, I think. So. Yeah. Speaking of skateboarders, you see uh, the rough luck Tony Hawk's had lately. No, no. What's going on with Tony? Nobody Hawk? recognizes him anywhere. Oh well, he's old. That's why. Well, no, but he's routinely said to be that guy that looks like Tony Hawk when he's in public. Th- those are my favorite like threads to read. Is when he posts something about that. It's <laughs> hilarious. He but was. I mean, he doesn't look like a skateboarder though. Like now, he looks like a dad. But he looks like Tony Hawk, just a little bit older. Yeah. But I think most people think of Tony Hawk younger. Yeah. That's why. But his son is a, his his son's gnarly too. His son's like a great skateboarder. Yeah, Tony Hawk was just on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune the other day. I walked oh, into really? my in laws' house and they had it on, and everybody else was like guessing the letters and stuff, and then they'd get one wrong. And Tony Hawk, the first two puzzles, he didn't even spin the wheel. He's just solved the puzzle. <laughs> well, that's a terrible way to play the game. You have to get dollars for charity. Yeah. You got ten grand. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha. Got okay, okay. I was gonna say you got to get the money. That's like right. You got to play the odds. Well, if you had to go on one, uh, if you had to go on one game show that was uh, shown on TV, what game show would you go? And, and so you could win the most. Or where do you think? What game show do you think you could go on to win the most? I don't know. I feel like I could do any of them, but I probably couldn't do like any of them. I like you know, you watch Jeopardy and you're like, I could do that. And then could you actually, you know? Dude, I tell you what, you put me on Teen Jeopardy, I'm gonna fuck those yeah. kids up. Teen Jeopardy, yes. I'm yeah, fucking, I'm fucking those kids up every time. <laughs> adult, Jeopardy, adult Jeopardy, I'm getting like two grand if I'm lucky. Right, and that's if I don't buzz in every time and like, oh, I don't know that. Right. <laughs> I I do pretty good on on regular Jeopardy, but like I I know stay in my lane. Sometimes they're like, it like the dumbest. Like you're like. This river it lies between these two giant rocks that were memorialized in the butt. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you even talking about? I don't even know. I feel like maybe like the price is right because there's no real skill involved. There's more too much luck. Too much luck in the price is right. Right. A, but at least I wouldn't embarrass myself. <laughs> true. There was a documentary on a guy who beat the price is right. He had memorized, he'd watched, he had the spreadsheet and he'd watched a ton of episodes where he had the prices memorized and stuff. He went on there, bid perfect. He got the showcase showdown, nailed it, dead on. Yeah. And they're like, "What the fuck?" Well, I mean, that's a skill, but like, yeah, I th- I don't know. I feel like there's there's too much too much luck. I want I I don't know like because I'm an idiot because I'd probably say like, who wants to be a millionaire or something like that? I think that I could probably do pretty well on that. I think I would make more money on who wants to be a millionaire than I would on Jeopardy. Not not obviously you can win more money on who wants to be a millionaire, but I think 
I could get up to the $32,000 round pretty easily. I'm saying. Uh, but the show I would go on is Wheel of Fortune. I think I would kill it on there. Wheel of Fortune. Can you come back? You come back on Wheel of Fortune, right? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's a one-time thing, but like... No. You used to be able to come back because like the lady tried for a yeah. van like three times in a row and never got it. Maybe. So you gotta you gotta be on something you can come back on to, maybe. If it's not who wants to be a millionaire, you gotta have, pick one where you can constantly come back. So I think Wheel of Fortune, if you can come back, could be a legit one because if you could just if you're good at solving right. puzzles, you can keep coming back. Yeah. But I've always thought Wheel of Fortune. I'm, I'm, I was going to say, I'm never coming back on Jeopardy. I, I might luck into winning it once, but like... So, they film them five in a row. Yeah. I'm probably getting, I'm probably winning one. I know. And, I, and I'll be honest, I don't think I want to go on now with Ken Jennings. No. I, I know think two people that have won Jeopardy. What? I know two people that have won Jeopardy once. Oh, really? For real? Damn. Yeah. My current boss, he won nice. on, on the final question. Nice. And... Cool. A uh, guy who was in charge of me when I was in the army, he went on like the military Jeopardy. Oh, uh, like the military edition? Go face against other branches and he won that. That makes sense. Did they specifically put him against other branches? Like, yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet. So it's like him against a Marine and an Air Force guy. Like, And then the Navy was just like, hey, what's up with this, guys? I want to be on. Well, they didn't the Marines him. are technically part of the Navy, aren't they? Yeah, it says on their seal department of the navy. Yeah. They don't tell them that though. Right. My dad my dad always had the funniest joke cuz he was like almost 30 years navy and I'd be like we'd be always be on air force bases every fucking time cuz he was communications guy. And it was like I was like dad I was like uh we've only lived on like one navy base ever. And he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "It's like we've been on the air force base a bunch." I think we've been on an army base. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, where's the where's the marine base? He goes, uh, every place has a marine base. You see that jungle gym over there? <laughs> that's that's. He's like, that's the marine base right there. I was like, damn, dad. <laughs> <laughs> My dad said he used to fuck with the marine guys. Like, he's like, they'll just line up in lines. Like, that's just their like. He's like, he's like on the ship. He's like, you just get like three of your buddies, and you just go make a line. And the marine guy will be like, "Oh, I think I'm supposed to be in this line," and then they'll just get in the line. And he's like, then you get like three or four of them, and then he's like, you just walk away. They probably hang out for like half an hour until they realize that they shouldn't be there. He's like, "There's a line for nothing, literally." My my one of my best friends who listens, he's a marine, so he'll enjoy hearing that. Oh. Or what the marine? I guess uh, always marine. I don't know. Our our last guest was a marine. So oh, yeah, Todd. Hope, I hope he listens. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, I have respect for anybody who served for us. I don't really well, care. And the way it works is, you know, we give each other shit here. Yeah. But when you're deployed, you're all on the same team. Like, there's no, yeah. you know, there's a little jabbing and stuff. But if you're doing something, it's, you're on the same team. Right. Yeah. If only, if only our country could be like that <laughs> most of the time. So, yeah. <laughs> this is a little off topic, but I thought it was pretty neat. HBO Max just sent me a notification on my phone that a new movie is coming out in 2021 starring uh, Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto, where two cops hunt down a serial killer. And it looks like Jared Leto is the serial killer. Serial killer. Yeah, no I shit. It's going to look awesome. <laughs> it the worked into your draft. The second you said Jared Leto's in it, and then you said Leto, they're yeah. a serial killer, I was like, Jared Leto is a serial killer. Yeah. 
<laughs> it works into your guys' draft. Another Denzel shooting people movie. Hell yeah. yeah. That was my pick, by the way. Yeah. 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 For real, though. No, you know, those the crazy is um, Jared Leto is like a really underrated actor. And singer. And singer. Yeah. I've, I've met I've met him in person. It's very strange. He's a small man. <laughs> really, I pictured him as like six two and like one hundred and seventy pounds. He's not that big. They just surround themselves with even smaller people when they're like that, and they're the most famous one in the movie. That just made me feel. And now I'm gonna have to look up how big Jared Leto is. But he was small. He was a very small guy. I thought so at least. But I mean, a guy that you guys talk about all the time is really small. Is uh. What's his name? Five eleven. He's taller than I am. I mean, then he must be. Re- he must have been like really anorexic then. He seemed very small. Because I'm six foot, so like, he's he was like yay big, I guess. And then, but but he must have been like, yeah, he was probably like a hundred. I must be tiny. I'm I'm five ten. I'm I'm tiny to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I am. Yeah. Well, when uh, when we were talking about doing this podcast. Ray was like, I don't even know what Gems looks like because I only listen. And I was like, ah, oh, he's uh, he looks just like you. Uh, he's a generic white guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically basically right now. If you are watching, I don't know where the boxes are going to be, but me and Gems are usually on the same level. But if you smash me and Gems together, you basically get Ray. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably about right. Like, yeah. it, it, it would be even better if I still had my mullet that I cut off a month ago. Um. Legit. Legit, yeah, he's got a like, he's got some locks. It's not moldy, but it's he's got, it's, he look, he's got the Jared Leto haircut. Yeah, <laughs> hockey hair. You gotta have flow. Hockey hair. So, Gems, have you have you ever played hockey? Uh, on the gym floor in elementary school, but no, I I've never played it on skates. Fair enough. I, you, were about, you were about to ask something before I interrupted with that question. Um, I don't remember his name. Um. You were saying we talk about somebody. Yeah, it, Joe Rogan. He's oh, yeah. really short. Yeah. Oh yeah, Joe Rogan looks tiny. That dude looks like I, he's jacked. He's just five foot six. Like, like I met him, they had a UFC event in Denver, and I went up there, and they did a stand up, and he will, he stands after the show, and will shake hands with everybody on the way out the door, and get your picture and whatever. So we waited. I got my picture, and I'm like, and he's you know. Way shorter than he, I thought he would be. But it'll fuck you up. Yeah. I don't know. I might be able to take him. My favorite thing is when when I listen to the Joe. I haven't listened. By the way, I haven't listened to the Joe Rogan podcast since you went to Spotify. Because I like watching on YouTube. Fuck that shit. You can't. Do you watch it now on YouTube? It's not on there anymore. I don't think. I think okay. they can only do clips. So yeah, yeah. I don't watch it either. Yeah, I don't know. Like. I go through these phases because I think Joe Rogan has like these weird phases in his life. And sometimes like the phases do not line up to anything I want to listen to. And then sometimes like it's like 10 in a row that I'm like, Oh, I love those. But like, um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but. Him yeah, no Spotify? yeah. Well, I mean, I know he would spot. Uh, fuck, I, yeah. I have no clue. I was going to go somewhere with that, but who the fuck knows? Cause that's how we get off track. But uh, Joe Rogan is a tiny human being. That is yeah. So, oh, I knew what I was gonna say. Um, Joe Rogan sometimes talks about the most random shit, and then like it literally doesn't even make like sense sometimes. And you're just like listening, and you're like, "Like Joe, what are you talking about?" And then my other thing I was I was gonna talk about was it's fun when people come on to Joe Rogan podcast, and then they're like, 
but you know, because you're a fighter, and like he's like, well, I'm not actually a fighter. <laughs> like, like he he's like, I I have fought, but he's like, I'm not, I don't fight in the UFC. <laughs> like, it's like all it happens like literally once every like four four podcasts. So, so people come on there thinking he's a UFC fighter, not a comedian or a host. Well, I think they think he's a comedian and a host, but I think they also think he is he fights in the UFC or has fought in the UFC. Like maybe he fought before yeah. starting announcing, and that's why he got that gig. Yeah. But really, no, he doesn't. But it's so funny. Like I forgot which podcast I was listening. I think it was one right before I switched, and the person was like, you know, can you fight in the UFC? And he's like, nah, I don't. I still don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Fear Factor must have a height limit on how tall they can have their hosts since joe rogan hosted it and he's just a little guy and then their second host was ludicrous who's also a little guy maybe they feel you'll have less fear and think it's not that bad until you get in the actual situations of you get into by the way the fear factor is the dumbest shit ever i could i'm like people are idiots when they go on the show <laughs> like, like why why are you doing this why you guys are idiots my 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 wife and kids are always like because they watch that big brother show they're like you should go do big brother and i'm like what are you fucking <laughs> no i'm gonna sit in a house all day and just be like okay guys yeah this is fun i'm getting trouble for something yeah I just out of boredom I would just be like, dude, I'd be fucking shit up probably constantly. I'd try to get kicked out probably. It's just because like you're like, I don't want to play the game. I don't want to be nice with any of you people. Fuck this. Right. I would much I'll, rather be on Survivor than Big Brother. Although I'd probably do pretty well. I'd probably do pretty well on Big Brother because I can talk to anybody. <laughs> so I'd probably just be friends with everybody. Uh, Survivor, we actually had a dude, uh, the first Survivor ever, uh, Rudy. Rudy Bosch. He was, uh, he's from Virginia Beach. Really? So like, yeah. Did you know him? Make a guy? Yeah, he no, that's oh, that Richard Hat. Rudy was like the guy who like got to the towards the end with him. But like uh no I my he goes to my he used to go to my dad's VF uh VF I don't is he dead? I don't know to be honest with you. Who's old? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, like, it's like thirty years ago. It's fine. If, if he's still alive, he goes to my dad's VFW. November first, two thousand nineteen, he passed away. Okay, so he does not Yeah, I don't think he goes. He no longer goes to. <laughs> I don't know. Like my my dad, my dad's about him like a zillion times though. But Virginia, Virginia Beach, wild place. Virginia Beach is a wild place. Apparently, everybody lived in Virginia Beach. At some everybody, <laughs> Dude, there's so many fucking people. It's that fucking. It's that 35 mile fucking pleasure beach. That's what. <laughs> Such a disappointing name. <laughs> Hey, Ray, have you ever been to the 35-mile Pleasure Beach? I have not. Okay, well, just saying. I mean, I've been to Virginia plenty, just never there. Well, Ray's from uh, – Ray is actually has Indiana ties, by the way, Gems. Gems is yep. from Indiana. Yeah. yeah. My parents live in Bargersville. Which Bargersville. part of what's it called? Bargersville? I don't know. It's between India and Columbus. Okay. My – my grandma and grandpa on my dad's side are both buried in Columbus. That's where I knew them at. I didn't know my grandpa, but I, oh. uh, but I'm on the north part of the state. I'm like 15 minutes from Michigan. We used to yeah. not have beer cells on Sunday, so we would drive to Michigan to get alcohol. Dude, I don't understand the beer sales on Sunday thing. What the fuck is that about? The state of Indiana is essentially in like 1600 and just we're the northern Bible Belt state. Is what it is. I mean, 
That's crazy. I all I know is like Tennessee was like that. I don't know if it still is. Tennessee was when we went to go visit my ex when I was with, still with my ex wife. We uh, we went to go visit her family and me and my brother in law. I guess like he's married to my wife's sister, so I don't know if that's still brother in law. But yeah, enough. I don't know. He, he's not. He, he, yeah, he did basically what. The parents were our in-laws. So we were like, well, fuck. We like, we needed, we were there like the first day and it was a Saturday. We got there. We got there Friday night. They got there Saturday morning. And like, by the time it was like six o'clock at night, we were like, fuck, I need a drink to get through this next like four days. Like, and then fucking our father-in-law was like, oh, there's no beer, beer sales on Sunday. And we're like, fuck. So we like, okay. So we got in the car, we drove to the Walmart or whatever. We bought like three 30 racks of like Bud Light. And like, we were like, okay. Literally the first thing we did when we woke up in the morning, I was like, breakfast time. It's like, all right. We both walked out on the deck to the cooler and just started popping beers. It was like 6.30 in the morning. We were like, fuck this shit, I can't. And then we got our, we got, we got uh, the dad real fucked up. Cause he was like, he was like, oh yeah. He's like, you guys drink this Bud Light, you little weak shit. Like, we're like, dude, I've been drinking all day, though. Like, because you, I'm trying to keep it like a steady, like, I have to be some steady form of like impaired to be here. Like, and then, <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, oh, I'm going to drink this moonshine. And we're like, okay. Like, we bought some moonshine too. Like, you want some of ours? Because we did buy some moonshine. We bought two of them. But then we were like, the first one, we were like, this is dog shit. Like we bought some terrible shit. So we dumped it out because it was fucking terrible. We filled it back up with water. So then me and him started taking shots of water and we're giving the dad shots of moonshine. And we're just like fucking, we're like four men. He's like, I don't, he's like, I can keep up. And we're like, you're going to be fucked up. But that was a, that was a, that was a fun drinking story. I, I wonder how many unnecessary DUIs have happened at, <laughs> like 2 30 in the morning on a sunday because people in indiana or tennessee are like oh shit we gotta go get more alcohol before they stop selling otherwise we won't have beer tomorrow to drink i bet yeah yeah i don't know you i think you definitely have to get you definitely have to stay stocked up if you're in a state that that cuts yeah. off your but unless like you knowing that, what unless you can go on base yeah yeah, that's true. We plenty of times knew that we couldn't get beer on Sunday, but it seemed like we never planned ahead. It would be like the two o'clock run to Walmart and get beer before we can't. Or there were times where it was like Sunday and we're like, well, fuck, we finished what we had. Let's go to Michigan. <laughs> Shit, dude. Yeah. You're like fucking can't get beer, can't get Chick-fil-A. What the fuck are we doing here? We um, go to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> you can't do half the shit. Can't if you were in the state of Colorado, Gems, on Sunday, you can't buy a car. I don't think you can in Indiana either. I don't know. So if I, learned, I learned the other day that that was tied in with the liquor law. Oh, really? For whatever reason, they were like the same department. So <laughs> Up until I, I don't know, it was before I moved here, but 15 years ago or whatever, you couldn't buy beer in Colorado on Sunday. And they were like tied together somehow. That's so stupid. Yeah. ATF, the C is silent. So it's alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and cars. I mean, makes sense. I mean, it was nice knowing you had Sunday off. Yeah. So, uh, so the reason I se- segued that was because me and Ray sold cars together. 
And uh, I actually trained Ray, which is where we met. And um, yeah, it was nice not working Sunday. But the problem is, is that you only had one other day off a week and it was, and it was Tuesday or Wednesday. And that reason you have that off is because you were split into two teams, uh, a and a B team. And then one team had to work the full day open to close on the other day. And, and that means after 12 hours, when you're getting ready to leave, if somebody walked in, you could work three or four more hours and still not make any money. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I, I do find it very strange. I I did the math the other day because uh, I found some found some of my pink stubs of the sales when I was moving some stuff. I don't know why I still had them, but uh, I sold uh, I sold like 97 people a car in like six months. And I'm like, I'm like, there are 97 people are driving around right now with a car that I sold them. It's got very strange. I need a button that can be like, uh, like a humble brag button for tone. Sometimes he'll drop a tradition of cool stuff he's done. And I just need to be able to hit it and be like, humble brag. No, the coolest thing I ever did though while I was at the car, well, I had two. I had, I made a shit ton of money on one car sale, like a ton of money, like a ridiculous amount of money, and which didn't happen very often. And then uh, the other one was I sold four cars with no voice one day. That was pretty impressive. Did you try to do silent car sales again after that? Even like when you could talk, I should I should have. I got really lucky. Like some somebody came in and bought two cars uh, that I kind of had already set up. So I was like, sweet. And then I sold somebody a truck that had no voice, which kind of you're like, it's weird because they're called ups. You would take an up. Like if someone just walks on the lot, you're like, it's kind of like who's up next or whatever, sort of. So you go take it. And I'm like, hey, do you need a car? And it's like, and they were like, uh, yeah, I was looking for a truck. And I was like, I can point you in that direction. <laughs> and then I pointed them in the direction. By the way, I have no clue how the car sales are working right now during COVID. <laughs> but because <laughs> you are definitely in close proximity. And I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm sure they're still happening. But yeah, so I walked them over to the car. Got the key, took them on the test drive, and I had the best test drives. I think. Well, I I, I know I know some people got high with their people on test drives. <laughs> I I didn't do that, but no. second best test drives. But I was just like, dude, I was like, I'd take them up to the highway and I'd just be like, floor it, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I used to take them off roading in trucks. Yeah, just yeah. Take them to somewhere and just let them drive through some dirt, and then they're like. <laughs> oh, it drives on flat dirt. I'll take it. Yeah, people are stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Dude, and it's nuts, dude. The, the car business is uh, is very strange. The people that you rip off the most are the people that love you, and the people that barely you make – you could make no money on them, and they will be the ones that complain. Really? It's a wild shit, yeah. Like, you what are the of- ranges of commissions from? Like, is it like it starts at a certain amount, and then whatever way you move the – so gems be prepared to like be like holy fuck that's the worst job ever okay so if you sold a brand new car you got a hundred dollars now hope to god no one else even helped you in any kind of bit or else you had to split that hundred dollars with them so now you're making 50 bucks and that that even takes they sent one email to the web people who responded yeah we have those and yeah. they come in and you get them and they never say anything. Until, if they find out they came in, you're giving them 50 bucks. Wow. So yeah, it was fucked up. So that was the that's the, usually the first question. When you go, you're like, hey, can I help you with anything? 
they're like, I'm looking for trucks. Be like, oh, have you spoke to anybody here before? But like, you try to clear that up. But every now and then, their customers are idiots. So, <laughs> so, so here's the here's the magic. All of the money is in selling used vehicles. I've heard that before. So, especially if you can steal the trade and you can take it in very cheaply, because then it's like a twofer. You're going to get more commission on yours, and then you can sell that other one hopefully for some more profit. So, yeah. Uh, so the biggest commission I ever made was $8,000 for one sale. And the smallest one was $25. So how did the $8,000 one come about? Okay. <laughs> so, so brand new, tr- not even a brand new truck. So this was like 2013, I guess. So we were in 2014, 2013, uh, had the had had a uh, we had a couple trucks left over. So I had this truck specifically happened to be on what we call a hit list. It was like, and if you sell a hit list car, you get fifty percent commission. Okay, so this vehicle specifically was a year year out of date. So I had rebates. I had like ten thousand dollars rebates in it. We take it for the test drive. The guy has a fully paid off fifty thousand miles. BMW X5. Didn't one of the managers buy that after it was traded in? Yes. Yes. So, for some reason, this BMW had happened to get in a fender bender. Like, somebody hit it in the back. A fender bender. When I when I say I looked at the Carfax, it was literally a fender bender. It was, like, light, wear, light scratching and, like, a dent that was repaired. So... My boss, who happened to be a very persuasive foreign gentleman, um, came out. I got sold this dude in the car. Literally, the dude, dude was an idiot. He pulled every bad bad move ever you could ever move by buying a car. Told me he wanted this truck. Told me it was his dream truck. It was a dream truck. He always wanted this truck. Then I asked him, what are you looking to pay? And he gave me a way too fucking high number for a monthly payment. Which is the worst thing. Don't ever tell them what monthly payment you want to be at. Terrible plan. We can manipulate the numbers and make that shit work in a crazy fashion. So he told me a way too high number. Then my boss, who comes out, they call their kind of closers. It was kind of like a weird setup, but like you kind of sell them and then they kind of close it with the numbers. And so he comes out and he's like, I just want you to know I'm about to run the numbers. Our offer for your trade is going to be very low because of the accidents you were in. It makes it really hard to resell this vehicle, which is complete bullshit, complete bullshit. And this dude's like, Oh, I totally, I kind of understand. I kind of figured that. What the fuck idiot. We give this dude like three grand for this BMW. That's like four years old and has 50,000 miles and completely paid off. So it's completely paid off we're basically straight out in the positive. Like we're just making money left and right on this thing. That would be if we didn't sell him the truck with none of the rebates <laughs> that we could easily give him. So we made $16,000 in gross on that. And luckily, cause it was a hit list vehicle. I got 50% of that. So I made $8,000. So the next time I need a vehicle, I will just come to Colorado and take you with me. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, all you need to do is go in like a couple days before the end of the month and waste their time 
And then they'll call you on the last day of the month and then you go in and they'll give you a deal for like nothing. Yeah. Or, or you just show up on the last day of the month. Yeah. Like right before they close. But it's gotta be, you gotta waste some time. You gotta be ready to put in a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely going to put in like three, four hours. My did it with my wife's car. We went and we went, she wanted, she was between a Toyota, Toyota Highlander or a Honda Pilot. We took her to the Toyota place on like a Saturday, and the last day of the month was a Monday. So she test drove. She liked it, whatever. She was like, they lowballed her like fucking crazy on her trade, right? They're like, and I'm like, dude, I was like, I know you got more than that. And he's like, we can't resell it. And I'm like, dude, I'm looking at your website. You have the same vehicle that has more miles, less of the amenities because it was a fully loaded vehicle, and a year older on your lot for $24,000. There's no way you're giving me six thousand dollars for my wife's vehicle. You're a fucking <laughs> idiot. I was like, he was like, oh well, I don't. I'm like, well, cool. If your numbers can't come down, they like had like three bosses come out. This was the lowest number we can give you. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. I was like, I know you can go lower. And I was like, if you can go, if you can find, I don't know, like six grand back there to like knock off, you call me. I'm buying a car on Monday. Like I was like straight up, I'm buying a car on Monday. Hopefully it's from you. If not, it's from somebody else. So then they never called me back. Monday we go to the freaking Honda place. She drives it. She's like, I actually like this car a little bit better. I straight up told the guy. Now keep in mind it was like, I think it was like fifty eight thousand dollars. My wife was like, they they the Toyota place was. They were like fifty eight thousand dollars out the door or whatever. That's with the trade and all that stuff. And I was like, we well, I wanted to be like around like fifty. Because, like, that was, like, the ballpark my wife wanted to be in. And so I was like, whatever, okay. So, like, we walked into the the Honda place. Now, all of the numbers should have matched exactly the same. So they should have basically been, like, 58 grand for this thing. Right, it's the same vehicle, just Honda and Toyota. Basically, yeah. And same exact markup and everything. So I walk in, and the guy's like, he's like, so he's like, I understand your wife likes this, but they kind of like didn't call you back at the other place. And your wife said that they were like, you're a little upset. Like, what do you like? Like, what did they offer you? And I was like, I'll be honest with you. I was like, I'm trying to be out the door at like 47. And like you guys, like they, they were like at 50. So I like told, I totally lied to them. And they were like, well, we can see if the numbers can work. The little dude's back told you halfway through the show. <laughs> so like, I was like, I was like, yeah. So they came back and he was like, well, he's like, we could do it for 46. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> totally like different ball game. That's like 12 grand difference. Like we're looking at, but they did it like that. Cause they, and then the dude, when they started the paperwork, my wife started the paperwork. He was like, we haven't sold a card in three days. And he's like, I needed a car so bad to hit a bonus. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and so like, as we're processing it, I was like, did you hit yourself in the face? Oh, look, we got a crier. This is what happens. Uh, see? Hey, can you say hi to the guys? Can you show them your venom real quick? He's got venom. But um or but yeah, so he uh so yeah, so he was like, yeah, and I was like, Oh, we're done with the paperwork. He's done with the paperwork. Um and uh and then I was like, Yeah, by the way, I used to sell cars and he was like he's like I he's like I should have figured <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, so the movie The Goods, like, it's the most accurate thing. We would have people come in from California, put on a sale. They would write prices on the windshield for, like, five grand more than we're selling the car. 
you would test drive somebody. You would drive it through this tent. They would draw across the number and be like, sale, and write a number that's still like two grand higher than the normal cost of the car. And people would and buy it. Dude, it was the worst. Like the biggest dog and pony show ever. I'm about to be a super visual on this podcast, just so you just so you guys know. So, like, literally, I can't hear you guys, so if you're talking. Literally, this is how it's like you drive through, they have like they'd wipe it off with a squeegee, ooh, and then they'd write in the new number, and people would be like, Oh my god. It was nuts, dude. It was crazy. And Absolutely it's still- the, the most insane shit I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's still two grand over the original cost of you came in yesterday. Yeah. And people would buy it with no question asked because they saw money go away. <laughs> Dude, this is the most crazy wow. shit. You like, did you see, you see some crazy, crazy ass shit. Like, I mean, that was nuts. But then going back to like the people who like get ripped off the most, like liking the most, I sold, I don't know how many cars during those sales. Cause it was like, basically you have to, and you have to do very little work too. It's the best sale ever because you're like, literally, if you get them to test drive it on the way back from the test drive, they have to drive through this thing. Like you can't get back on the lot without going through the tent. Yeah. If they want the car or not. If they yeah. say they don't want the car, they still do it. They still do it. Which is totally weird when they're like, I'm like, hey, they're not, they're they're not buying. They straight up told me they were not buying this car. <laughs> like, and, we're gonna do it anyway. And you're like, okay, whatever. And then you go inside after you test drive, they go back, they yeah. clean the windshield back off, they write the old number back on there. Yeah. Ready for the wild. next one. Yeah, it's wild. So so then you draw, but like I sold like I don't know, maybe like we did that thing while I was there, like maybe like five times. And like I sold probably like ten cars in those weekends, so like two basically a car a day, which is I mean it was like whatever, but um, but you usually got extra on those ones because they're already yeah because they're already marked. yeah so they're marked up and they're all it's only unused vehicles so it's like so it's already marked up to a ridiculous amount so it's nuts but like I sold this these couple of uh, fucking truck and the truck was nice but it, like it was definitely they definitely paid over they paid over what it should have been because it was during the sale but they paid like a lot over what it should have been. And so like, they were like pumped on it though. And they were, and it was still, I mean, it was a reasonable payment, but like literally like an hour later, like I'm out selling another car or trying to sell another car. And like, I come back to my desk to like sell these people. And I have like four cases of beer on my desk. (laughs) These people literally went to the store and were like, we love him. And like brought me like cases of beer and sat them on my desk. That's awesome. There was a guy from finance that was a complete dick to everybody. And he just straight up was a dick and they would like bring him gifts. Yeah. Like you did them favors by giving them extended warranties. By dude, he would fuck people over so bad. Like Like you would make more money because he would add so much stuff on. Dude, it was it was nuts, dude. Like crazy. And no, like the the guy who's who the guy who actually did my wife's truck or my wife's car. Uh, he knew that guy. Cause I had to, at this point I told him and he was like, where'd you work? And I told him where I worked. And he was like, Oh, it was like one guy still there when you worked there. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that guy's a dick. And like, so, <laughs> and so basically like we're going through stuff and he's like, man, he's like, he's like, I'm an old man. He's like, you got a family. Cause we had our kids with us. He's like, he's like, I'm going to give you like, I'm going to give you these warranties. And he's like, I'm going to give you like, he's like, it's going to be super cheap and all that shit. And like, I, he's like, he's like, I know you know what I'm doing. And it's like, you know, you know, it's like real. And like, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, yeah, no, it's a good deal. Like super nice guy. By the way, the place is super nice. Um, 
But yeah, we, it, we like Hondas here. The last four vehicles I think I bought from a lot have been yeah. Hondas. They're not bad. Like uh, and and like they did a really good job. But this dude that specifically in finance that was a dick. I remember during one of these sales, right? Because these sales would go late. Because like for some reason it, it would they would send out mailers and shit, and people would just bring them in. It was like the okay, it was the like, off mailers. Yeah, like we're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Is there yeah. actual? Is there ever actually a grand prize winner? We printed. They don't know yeah. if it actually gets mailed. Yeah, there okay. is there is a winner. It has to be a winner. I talked to one of these. There has to be a winner, or else it's fraud. So yeah. But they, they can mail it to an address that doesn't have someone living at it. and, and then, Or they could just mail it out because they mail out to the whole city. The odds of that person coming in right. are very slim. Have you guys but, ever had one show up when you were – no? No. 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 They're probably if that, When that happens, they're probably like, fuck. Well, they have insurance on it. It's all yeah. an insured thing. Ah. So they don't pay anything. They pay $200 upfront for every one of these events they do. Yep. If somebody happens to win it, the insurance company pays for it. Yeah. That's wild. That's it's wild. It is a wild situation. But so the crazy thing about it is, is so then you add in all of all of that craziness. Dude, those sales are so nuts. Just you're just like looking at people and you're like, don't do it. Like, like you're like, don't buy it. Just don't buy it. I thought I don't towards the end, like I got to the point where like I think on the last time we did those that sale. Like we walked in, I don't know how many times. Like I think it was like four or five. I sold a shit ton of cars though. I sold like six cars, I think, in that weekend. Hey, hey, gems, how about you be a professional podcaster, dude? Jesus. Um, <laughs> but during this, uh, <laughs> gems might be I mean, getting, gems might be getting an important call, and I feel bad. <laughs> no, uh, but during that during that 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 sale, I sold like six cars. And it was all because I literally would get back to my table and I was like, hey, that's not the cheapest price. Just play hardball. Like, <laughs> and I was like giving people the price. I was like, this is what we were selling it for yesterday. Like, okay. Like, just go as low as possible. Well, sometimes you, you know, me and you would try to do the right thing. Yeah. We could actually find the car that fit exactly what the people wanted, was the payment they wanted, and you wouldn't even like lose money on it. And then they would come out and push them onto a more expensive vehicle yeah. that they didn't need. And half the time they walk out and yeah. you do sell it. It's a new car. So you didn't make anything. Like It, it sucked. Yeah. Some, some of those sucked. Like, cause you're just like trying to do the right thing. And like, it's yeah. The car business is definitely uh shady as fuck. Like the reason I quit was cause uh, actually Mike, one of my coworkers, he now lives in a different state, but I sold him a truck that we lost a fuck ton on like seven grand i think we lost like a sh- seven grand but literally like three days before you know how you got to a certain um car total and sales and you got a bonus yeah I, I was one car away and we were like three days left for the month and i was like dude this guy had come in looking at that same exact truck and uh it was a different guy who bought it but like the guy who came in he was like we were like a grand over whatever retail was and i was like listen i won't take my commission because i knew it was like 100 bucks it's a brand new vehicle I was like, because I'm going to get like a $500 bonus. So I'm like, I would much rather sell this vehicle now and not take a commission than make 500 bucks instead of, and they were like, we can't do that. And I was like, okay, whatever. Fuck this bullshit. Nobody the next day. So I'm like, fuck. I come in on my day off. Nothing. I was like, fuck. So then I'm on the last day of the month and this dude comes in and uh, they're one car away from their bonus. And they just like, were like, oh, we'll give it to him basically free. Like, and I was like, dude, 
we had there's like a nine grand difference between what you sold it to this dude for from what I was trying to get you to sell to the other guy for. Yeah, if it came down to them getting money, they didn't care. Yeah, they, they would lose money to, for them to get money. Yeah, so that's how I. Uh, so that's how I. Uh, yeah, that's why I quit because I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I, I think I quit the next month. I was like, you guys are this shit shady. Yeah. Gems, is everything okay on your end over there? I don't know. I accidentally <laughs> shut my pager off when that call tone dropped. I meant to turn it down so I could mute real quick and then turn it back up. So I don't know. And normally I get an alert on my phone. I'm not terribly. No, you're getting a call. We need to hear it live. It's like live. It's like live PD. No. I should, I should have it uh, but there's three people checked in, so I, I assume it's a medical call. So if there's uh, three people going, I don't have to worry about it. If there was like. Uh, structure fire, I would be up. gone. Yeah, we had, we had a trailer burn down yesterday. I was gonna say, I'm waiting for the podcast where, like, you're like, gotta go. Where, this <laughs> was the first time the door still filming. <laughs> this was the first time tones have dropped while I've been live. Yeah, right? No, for real, but yeah, so uh, yeah, those are those are those are that was my fun, uh, fun story. I mean, but dude, everybody dude, the car dealership was weird, man. Everybody had like a DUIs. Everyone had a DUI that worked in car. Dealership. I didn't. I think me, me and me and Ray might've been the only two that didn't have a DUI. Yeah. Like there was a manager who currently had the breathalyzer in his car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he may be, so he bought a new car. Mm-hmm. He made me drive his old car to the place to get it swapped. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, so was that after I left? I think so. Probably. I, I mean, I switched before you left to the back, right? I think, yeah, yeah. I think you were switching, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I think you I think I left like the week you switched, actually. So yeah. Yeah. So I, so that same manager, by the way, Gems, this yeah. is this, this will be my last this is the one with the blow starter, right? Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yeah. yep. This guy, so I went to his wedding. I also went to his bachelor party. <laughs> I, I barely knew him, but I, I mean, I knew him at this point, but I knew him enough that like, they were like, I was like on the cusp. I was like the, I was like, am I getting in the friend group? Am I not getting in the friend group? And I didn't really want to be in the friend group, but I was like, no, also I work, work with these people. Yeah. Part of it is I think they realized that I was responsible. And so like, we would go to the bar and I would take, I would have, I would like basically like either do a shot or I'd like chug a beer. And then Red Bulls for the rest of the night. They would just buy me Red Bulls like the whole night. Seven dollar Red Bulls all night. <laughs> well, for them it was like two dollar Red Bulls because half of them were fucking the bar staff. But well, I know where you were. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, but so for this <laughs> for this wedding though, it was like in Denver, so it was like an hour and a half drive, right? So I wake up early and uh, they come pick us up. So somehow somebody approved. Somebody approved us using a used Durango from the lot to drive up. So uh, this Durango holds seven people. There's definitely seven people in this Durango. We stop and buy 330 racks of beer, which makes sense. Cause we're like, yeah, like I'm like, and I'm thinking, Oh, we'll drink when we get there, you know, whatever, maybe whatever it is. So then we stop again to get gas which turns out to be actually one of our other managers, the one who may have got me a real big paycheck that I talked about earlier, picking up cocaine from his cocaine dealer. Yep, that's 
So the guy. <laughs> so in this in this Durango, we have ninety beers and Coke. Nice. <laughs> Which I have no clue about the Coke until after we're already there. <laughs> so thank God. But well, I was like, finally got let go for. I would, yeah, that's what I heard. Well, I heard some other things too, but I won't mention that was the scroll. Yeah, there's some other stuff that was sketchy. Yeah, but like, yeah, weird. Like, people, yeah, I won't get into that part, (laughs) but I'll tell you, Jumps, later. (laughs) But I'll even even tell Ray afterwards because I don't know if he knows the story, but um, but yeah, so we just start housing beers, and at this point, I'm like, fuck it, like, let's just. Let's just drink then. Fuck it. So there is a picture on somebody's probably Facebook um, that I'm no longer friends with. I'm going to guess. I've seen the picture. Dude, there's like nine of us and like the bride and the groom. And like we are all fucking hammered. All of us. Like every single one of us. Like you're like you can tell that there has been like uh, 700 beers and drinks and shots between. It was nuts. Yeah. But that was like crazy. And then I drove that. I, I drove us home that night too. I don't know and, if I've ever. That's a, been, probably a poor choice. But I didn't. But I was sobered up, so I stopped drinking. I I had one drink. All. I had one drink there, and I was drinking the least. I was like drink. I think I had like four beers on the way up, and I had like two two shots when we got there, and then a champagne toast. But I stopped drinking, and that wedding was the longest reception I've ever been at in my entire life. It was like five hours long. So I was I, pretty sober by the time, and I was chugging waters. I'm disappointed you weren't like I railed like two lines of coke and I was ready to go home. Drove yeah. home, <laughs> stopped halfway through, did a couple bumps and took off. <laughs> Dude, gotta, gotta stay I'm, fresh. I'm sure they were doing bumps in the back though, like for sure. So the same guy because I drove I drove home and I it was dark and I couldn't see shit, but I guarantee you there were and I someone might have been getting a blowjob in the backseat too. I have no clue. Were you with all no no it was dudes and their girlfriends and so seven seven people it was three couples and me because i had i didn't have a date i just was like i'm not going with anybody i don't so and my wife now was like my girlfriend at the time and we were like kind of like broken up so i was like whatever i'll just go so by the way car business almost ruined my potential marriage so so same guy you're talking about yep i you know, I, I was in the army for seven years. Uh-huh. He would bring up the fact that he went to the Air Force Academy for a year and act like that was the equivalent of what I did for my seven years while I was in the army. Got kicked out of the Air Force Academy. Yeah. Not just went. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like say, hey, I'm not going to do this and step down. Like, nope. Should just, we should start a documentary series where we just like go to different car dealerships and be like, who's the most interesting guy here? <laughs> every dealership it, has one. It would and probably be a pretty good. Everyone, everyone at the car dealership is the most interesting human being. Like every person that I ever met at the car dealership. I treated the car. De- now that I look back, I treated the car because I trained a bunch of people, which also caused a lot of drama. Like people were like, oh, you're just, you're just getting free sales because uh, you do like half of the paperwork and you get half the sale, right? Good well, God. Even after like that first week, you get half the sales for two weeks, even <laughs> if you did nothing on it. My son, my son's having a conniption. It's the greatest thing ever. I don't know if you guys can hear it through the mic. I'm sure you can. Uh, so I'll mute. But yeah, you guys talk for a second. <laughs> so how long ago did you move to Colorado? Um, well, I was stationed here. Uh, I don't know. It's probably been 10 years now. 
I've lived in Colorado. I stationed in Colorado Springs, and then when I got out, I just stayed. So you like it there? Yeah. <laughs> how how close do you live to Tone? I don't know. I don't know where Tone lives. I, I mean, we're in the same city. So <laughs> it, probably 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably no more than 20, I guess. But, I, I don't know where you are, so I don't I, know. Where I, I don't really, I don't I don't know where Ray's at, and, but like that. Yeah. I'm by the OTC off the rails. No, trails. Uh, the training uh, center. I'm so probably about 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 15. Yeah, we have the Olympic Training Center here, by the way, gems. So I know. assume the Winter Olympic Training Center. No, oh. so there's like three separate locations. It's just random sports. I yeah. mean, they have the basketball thing there. They have wrestling, running, swimming. Yeah. Do they have oh. like a public bobsled course? You can like take a bobsled ride. That's bullshit. I think that's in like Washington. Oh yeah, that. I mean, that would make sense. I guess there's a lot of states where there's a lot of snow. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's one in like Salt Lake City too. I think, but I don't know. Weren't the Olympics in Salt Lake City in like 2002 or something? Yeah, yeah, it's wild. I have, I have met Michael Phelps. My son is being a yeah, Baltimore. <sighs> Michael Phelps is he from Baltimore? He yeah. Is from, he so is I know he had problems before he got in trouble on the Olympics or after the second Olympics he did. Oh, you, you knew pre? Well, because he got in trouble. He had like a smaller issue. Then after the Olympics, he had like the DUI or with the bong. I don't remember which one. He had multiple things, but we heard about one like after his initial Olympics. Makes sense. He, I mean, and like the bong thing wouldn't even be that big of a deal now. Well, no. it, still, it still is for the Olympics, though. They still get tested for that. Yeah, but but I saw I. Saw him because I one of the stores that I may do on my job that I is across the street from the Olympic tra- or was at the time across the street from the Olympic Training Center. So the day after, um, so the day after Halloween, so it was like the first day of November, early in the morning. I'm in this store doing the store, and uh, Michael Phelps is in there buying chocolate milk and zigzags. So that, clearly, yeah. That that store, I'm guessing, is the one that's like two blocks from my house. Probably, yeah, yeah. And if you know that store, it is not not sketchy. I'm <laughs> so I'm in Colorado Springs hood, not like real hood. But like Colorado you're from Springs. you're okay okay you're from <laughs> you're from Baltimore, and that's like right. the, that's like the so wire. The <laughs> well, according to investigation discovery, Colorado Springs is very hood. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, what's the same? Is that the Walmart thing? <laughs> Joe Kenda. Do you know who Joe Kenda is? Uh-uh. He's See? a detective. He's a detective, and he solved like 300 murder cases, but every one is based in Colorado Springs. So I was like, Jesus Christ, Tone, where the like, what Dude. area and, do you live in? And he has, he, has a, he has a show though, Ray. So if you watch the show, it's like reenactments. Because someone was like, my sister in law was like, oh, I met Joe Kenda, and I was like, who the fuck's Joe Kenda? I don't even know. <laughs> I have and, no idea. And then apparently he's like super famous, like, but I have no clue who he is. But he's from here, like exactly here. So if you watch the show, everything is a reenactment of people that he like put away. So it's like, hey, uh, just 
driving down Nevada, and I'm like, oh, I do that 7-Eleven right there. <laughs> 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 then they're like, three girls got murdered in this parking lot when this guy just ran through and just macheted their arms off. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but has, has he been the only homicide detective in Colorado Springs for the last 30 years? Like, He's the only one solving cases, that's for yeah. damn sure. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I remember when I was a kid growing up in Baltimore, like, I remember there was the big old blizzard in like 98 or something. And there was like 10 days without a murder and people were celebrating wow. like it's, ba- you know, cause Baltimore averages like 300 years. So essentially one guy gets murdered a day, you know, here or there. Hey, 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 we like to be equal opportunity. It's not just guys. Okay. All right. Ray. One murder person, day. <laughs> well, they- I was talking about the wire. Like, <laughs> no, no, but isn't uh isn't it something like uh Chicago has like thirty a day or something like that, don't they? Chicago's no, wild. It can't be something it can't it's be thirty a day. It's, it's something like astronomically high. <laughs> yeah. I'll Google it. But I know at one point yeah. Gary, Indiana was like the murder capital of the United States. Maybe isn't per it, capita or something, but it can't be overall. Isn't, isn't Gary, Indiana where uh Michael Jackson's from? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Gary Gary's weird. They stay on a different time zone. Dude, places like that, Arizona's like that. It fucks me up every no, time. No, but Arizona's like whole state is on a different time zone. Yeah, but it's <laughs> weird. It's weird when they're like in one time zone and then they're in another time zone. So it's Arizona's like, like Michigan. Does Michigan stay? At, doesn't change. Uh, Michigan's always an hour ahead of us, but like they're like the whole state is just on the Indiana split, sort of split. We only have a little bit, but then like it's just Michigan, Gary, though, isn't it? Huh. Isn't it just Gary? What? That split from Indiana? I thought that was the only central time zone. No, we got three counties here. At least oh. three counties up north. I'm one of the central time zone counties. And then there's like two or three down south. Dude, this shit always fucks me up. So I always think about this. Because when you drive... So when I drove here from Virginia Beach, you go through Tennessee. And at one point in Tennessee, there is a town that has goes from one time zone to the other time zone. So I'm like, what if you live in one time zone, but you work in another time You better zone. pay attention to your clock. <laughs> How fucked up. I can't, I just, my brain would fucking explode. Well, let me tell you about high school. <laughs> <laughs> so half of our high school was in St. Joseph County, which is Eastern time. And the other half was in LaPorte County, which is Central time. Our Wait, school, like the same building? Same building. Our school was in Central time. My, our high school, our middle school, and two of the elementary schools but the one elementary school was on eastern time the rest of us were on central time and so like you'd have kids you trying to figure out plans like after school like once you get in the middle school and high or junior high i keep fucking saying middle school but we were junior high we had seventh no, it's and eighth middle grade. school it's junior high we were in seventh and eighth grade yeah that's middle school wait wait wait, middle school wait, is wait, wait, wait. yeah yeah middle school i know this because i went to a junior high and a middle school because like we moved so like yeah so like i got fucked so i went to elementary school like kindergarten through sixth and then we moved and fucking junior high was six seven eight so like everybody else had already been there and i was like <laughs> i was like fuck yeah so I, yeah up. i went to middle school and it was six seven eight yeah we were junior high and we were seventh and eighth now it's a middle school but like i don't know but it bothers me that i call it middle school now when i was in junior See, i don't know when i went it was middle school for me so I think it's just the areas we were kind yeah. of a smaller school, popping uh, soda and shit. 
Yeah. But so like making plans after school would be like, are we going on? We would either refer to it as school time or town time. Cause I don't know. Or the more basic version was fast and slow time. And so, so, so if you lived, <laughs> so if you lived in part of the town where it was like, was it, bef- was it, <laughs> was it later or earlier? Like, so like, was the school on the time the that was on central, which was okay. the... faster? I guess that's no, the better no, fast one time would be Eastern time because it's an hour ahead. So the school okay. is an hour behind. So there were people that lived in Eastern time and people that lived in Central time. Yes. Okay. So like if you were in Eastern time and you woke up at six o'clock, but you didn't have to be to school till like seven o'clock, technically it was like seven o'clock where you, so or five o'clock where you were at. So you had like two hours to go to school. I guess. Yeah. I think we started school started at seven 14 or some odd time like that. So no, you could, I so think it's could, the opposite. I think you could wake up certain yeah. times and get to school before you woke up. Yeah, you could wake up at seven o'clock Eastern time and yeah, then school, go to school at yeah. That's fucking wild. <laughs> but by the way, I don't understand how shit works. Doesn't make any sense. By the way, I always also have this random dream and then I went there and it was a complete dud. I don't know. Have you been to the four corners at all, Ray? I've heard like, it's the worst tourist destination. It's dog shit. Like you'd think it would be something really cool. It's, it's a cement it, block. It's a sidewalk with a little metal plaque in the middle. And then all the way around is like just little, these little like shacks that are like open. So like if I guess with it when it's popping, I guess people are selling jewelry and shit. But no, I don't know. It's wild. Is but there like, like is there like somebody set up selling pot on the Colorado side and then <laughs> probably, dude. If I was the cops and I knew there was different laws, I would just fuck people up there. Like this is why I couldn't be a cop. I'd be like, oh, just buy that pot over here where it's legal. Now you're in Utah. Ah, like, <laughs> yeah. You're over the you line. have regular beer. <laughs> like, it's, it's wild. Now, I always wondered though this because this is how my brain works. And it's also why this podcast is off the rails. So if you were, you could get real fucked up if you were a criminal there. Obviously, you should go to jail if you kidnap somebody anyway. <laughs> right? Yeah. But... Like if you, what if you're at the four corners? You kidnap a kid in Colorado, walk three steps. Now you're in Utah. You just committed a kidnapping across state lines. That makes yep. it. Is it federal then, or is it federal yeah, before yeah. that? Yeah. Like but you're also going to jail for more time when you get caught because there's transportation involved. Right. <laughs> but how fucked up would that be if you were, if, if like literally somebody caught you there? Like, like you make a bad decision, try to kidnap somebody. You should yeah. be in jail. You should be in jail anyway. But you or, make you like like the comedy of errors of like you get a you get a kid for like four steps and then they tackle you, but you're in a different state. And you have and like like you're just like, hey, I guess I'm going to jail for ever. I think, I, 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 I think that might be like a I think that might be a, a lifetime. I think you might that's a that's a, a lifetime I mean, movie. I mean, you shouldn't. Yeah, you should probably. Be. It would pro- should. It's probably a lifetime movie, dude. That would be the best lifetime movie ever. <laughs> they're all exactly the same. My mom used to watch them when I was a kid, and I would watch them with her, and they're exactly the same. That's how the Hallmark the Christmas movies are. <laughs> Hallmark Christmas movies are all the same. All of them. Yeah, my, did your wife eat those up too? Because Taylor constantly has them on. Yeah, I, I. The more you talk about your wife, I think me and your wife is probably would be best friends. <laughs> 
We'll, we'll just, find out when we uh, have our warehouse studio. By the way, yeah. Chicago, I found a news article. December 1st, from December 1st, at that point, they had 700 murders. So, so like, only two a, two a day. That's a big difference from 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one fifteenth. Yeah. Maybe it was 30 in a month, maybe. I was thinking, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But because I, I thought so at some point, what's, a, what's the murder capital of the world? It's got to be Chicago. It's probably somewhere across the pond. It wouldn't surprise me if it was Detroit. Uh, I know. I know. Right now, I was saying. I know. At one point, it was DC. I know. Twenty twenty murder murder capital of the United States is New Orleans. By the way, I think we became a true crime podcast. We talked about like kidnapping and murder. I mean, we can go start catching people. We can find that guy. He lives here somewhere. For sure. Okay, I need to dig into this a little bit more because I'm getting conflicting Googles. Okay. Well, it might. There's a difference between per capita and overall numbers. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. Well, you could have a town with like a thousand people that has like a population of seven, and they had two murders, and they're by far the most. Right, yeah. dude. What happens like if you go on a crime spree in like a city of like fifty six people and you kill? Sounds like, like St. Louis. So oh, that makes St. sense. Louis. East St. Louis. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is Illinois. Does that include the whole St. Louis or part of it? East St. Louis is a separate town. But the numbers would go up more if you included the whole St. Louis. It's a whole different state. It's a whole different state, yeah. But I'm saying the numbers would be worse. St. Louis is worse than it appears, and it already appeared (laughs) to be worse. Dude, East St. Louis is rough, though. Dude, like. Hey, I mean, none of their players have been accused of murder, though. What are you talking about? Are you talking about the Ravens? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like, St. Louis – no, that's Kansas City. I was going to say, there was a, a couple of years back where, like, some dude, like, murdered his girlfriend and then drove to the team facility and shot himself. I think it was the Kansas City Chiefs. See, but that was a brain injury. It would have been Ray Lewis. Situation, I think. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I mean, but Ray Lewis didn't murder someone. He paid his driver to do it. Is that what it was? Alleged, yeah. alleged, <laughs> hey, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly, okay? Uh, sorry. Got to cover ourselves, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if it were to happen, that's how it did. I mean, makes sense. Top five list from NeighborhoodScout.com of murders per capita in the United States. All right. Coming in at number five, Baltimore, Maryland, murder rate 0.59, so 11.8 times the United States average number of murders, 348. So you guys are almost at one a year. One yeah, day. These one are the day, 2020 yeah. numbers because this is article. That's after old Martin O'Malley left because he had it go. He had it down below 300. It was at like 297, and they celebrated. That's wild. <laughs> Fucking wild. Fourth tone. You might know this town because you probably live there, Petersburg, <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> Petersburg, Virginia? Nah. I don't know where Petersburg's at. That's at 0.65, so I'm, 194 I'm a, murders. I'm going to Google where Petersburg... Like right outside D.C. <laughs> which, is, which is probably where like people from Baltimore go to kill other yeah. people. <laughs> they just catch the subway. <laughs> uh, number three is St. Louis, Missouri at 0.65, so tied with... Two. Which is 194 murders. Uh, two, Gary, Indiana... Nice. Yeah, 45 We're minutes. Both represented. Yeah. 
they only had 58 murders, but that's 0.77, which I assume this is uh, per 1,000 residents. Well, did so you hear that? There might have been gunshots in my neighborhood. <laughs> by, by the way, Petersburg is between Virginia Beach and Richmond, shockingly. Makes sense. So, Well, they only had 19 murders. So, What was that one? Petersburg? Uh, Petersburg only oh. had 19 murders, but that was... It's that could be a- one dude having a real bad day. That could have been like a, a riot or something. And then yeah. number one is East St. Louis, and they had 36 murders. So East St. Louis has the top two of the top three. They're pretty represented. Yeah. yeah. And Gary is essentially Chicago, just on the Indiana side. Right. Yeah. There's a song about how nice of a town Gary, Indiana is, like from the 50s. Yeah, like it was a hopping town. town. Yeah. I feel like Gary, Indiana is a town where like there was a lot of people working in factories that lost their job, and then they all went nuts and killed each other. It was the steel mill, like where I work now. Like the steel mills were built in Gary, Indiana, and along the coast of Lake Michigan. And then I don't know if one went under or what the hell happened. It just turned to shit. But well, part of what happened is Chicago just grew and grew and grew, and now they're essentially one place. So it used to be a legit suburb, and now it's just part of Chicago. That yeah, that's probably right. That makes sense. That's why they call it. We're going to be part of Denver, and it's going to yeah. Fuck we. Dude, it's getting close. Dude, dude, Colorado Springs is growing like crazy. But they never grow up. Everything's out. Like no buildings get tall. Everything's dude. just built out. Yeah, ever. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a clusterfuck here for sure. In the <laughs> ten in ten years, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's uh, that's murder, death, kidnap. That's uh. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, weird places like that, though. Always, like, that time zone thing and, like, the border state borders things, that thing always, like, trips me out because I'm like... I was looking at a map the other day and just looking how straight some of the lines were for states, and I was like, how how did they do oh, that? Robert, just a rectangle. They just got bored. Like, yeah. like the East Coast is like, oh, look at we got this little chunk, and then they're like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> There could legitimately be like a hundred states if they did it like all like East Coast style. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. Probably more than that even. Probably. Some of those East Coast states are pretty tiny. Yeah. We could yeah. have whole states with nobody in it if they did it East Coast style. Dude, everybody everybody's going moving to Wyoming though now, apparently. I love Ooh. Wyoming. <laughs> Ka- Kanye lives there. Apparently Kanye's Jeffree Star. <laughs> Kanye's mistress lives there. <laughs> Mistress. Mistress. <laughs> Did you see that one Minute Man video that KFC made about it? No. <laughs> That's what, it was hilarious. Uh, dude, I'm going to have to check it out. Dude, that whole thing was wild, though. Like Kanye, Kanye apparently cheated on Kim with Jeffree Star, who was a male, female, brute beauty guru. Like yeah. I I don't know what Jeffrey Star identifies as, and I don't want to. They're they're all that's completely out of my wheelhouse. I have no idea on any of them what they. Man, want you, their life. you you know you definitely know who Jeffrey Star is because I know you you were definitely like a Warped Tour kid. I bet he did have I, some music, didn't he? What was yeah. he in then? What he was Jeffrey Star, pink pink haired dude who was like is also like a lady. I remember accidentally no downloading idea. something from him, trying to download something else. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. Okay, hold on. I got. I'll bring up a picture and put it on the screen. <laughs> actually, actually, hold, actually, hold on. Let's see if I can actually do this. I can probably do this. Let's see. You might be the first on-screen graphic we have ever. 
Okay. Yeah, I know for a fact you've seen Jeffrey Star. Come on. I man. can't imagine what I was trying to find when I found Jeffrey Star. I don't know for sure. Okay, I'm gonna do it the other way. I'm just gonna look Google on my phone. Makes more okay. sense. But yeah, you're gonna be like, oh, maybe, or you or you'll be like, what the hell's wrong with you guys, and why do you know who Jeffrey Star is? But what do you I mean, I don't know. It makes a ton of money though. Uh, I'm glad that I just now realized I could full screen this thing. Yeah, <laughs> I never full screened it either. Not even remotely looks familiar. Really? Yeah. Have you? Did you ever watch Kat Von D's like tattoo show? She was. Nope. I was gonna say Jeffrey Star was on that a lot too. Nope. She just bought a house in Indiana. Why? Who? Kat Von D. Really? That's random. She's restoring some old house down on like the Ohio River. I believe it. That sounds like something she would do. Um, but yeah, no, I guess everybody's moving to Wyoming now. You just get land up and I might move to Wyoming. Fuck it. We might put our fucking warehouse in Wyoming. Yeah, put the warehouse there. That Jack would be awesome. Rice. Plenty of room. We could buy a section, have like yeah. a thousand acres. Fuck fuck just it. Build, might as well build have cattle too. Yeah, fuck it. Just build a couple of houses and then fucking Yeah. yeah. You drive our four wheelers to the shop every day. That's right. what I'm talking about, dude. I'm going to get a horse. There we go. I mean, if we're doing this mythical place, I might as well have a horse to ride to work. <laughs> dude, right? I mean, fuck it. It, it, might, it might be good to have somebody like Ray around. He, he can, I'm sure he can. Ray, what did you do in the military? I was infantry. Oh, okay. Perfect. Well, yeah. I was the least infantry person in the infantry. Like, because they're all like, like, I don't know. I can hold my own. I'm not like saying, you know, but <laughs> you, I, you, I just made it, you made it sound like you couldn't hold your own. <laughs> I, I know, but like, they're all like uptight and like so focused. And I just never, I don't know. You find a little group of people and you just stick with them. Like, it's just, I didn't really, I could do all the stuff. I just didn't have the same mentality that some of them have. Like crazy? Yeah, the little <laughs> get a little brainwashed, you know. Dude, uh, some of those dudes are like legit nuts. I mean, I definitely respect our military, but dude, you're like dude, it takes a whole different mentality to do some of the shit that these guys do. But Ray, didn't you get you got you got really badly hurt in the military, didn't you? Um or so while you were I, in the military? Yeah, so when I was in Afghanistan I fell off a roof and broke my leg nothing cool i didn't get like blown up or shot or anything but <laughs> i was putting up antennas on a roof and i am afraid of heights oh. and it's not like a roof of like a regular building it's like two shipping containers with a roof on top of it that i had to climb on top of with no like real ladder or anything so i get up there i set up what i need to um i go to climb down and my foot got stuck behind me and i look down and on one side there's a 40 foot drop all the way to the actual ground. And then on the other side, there's a 10 foot drop to the top of the container. So I shimmied to the 10 foot side and I fell and snapped my leg. Tib fib. It was Ooh. like, the, it, it was like the Joe Theismann video, except nobody hit me, but I saw the side of my leg hit the ground while I was vertical. Mm. And then, yeah. um, so I'm laying there. And there's two guys in the tower because we're building a new guard tower. There's, there's two guys in the guard tower like doing the guard stuff. 
And they go, hey, stop fucking around. Get up. And I'm like, I think I broke my leg. And he's like, stop fucking around. Like, come on, get up. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's broken. And when I said it the second time, it's like lightning struck me in the leg because I immediately, like, I didn't feel pain. And then immediately my whole body hurt. Oh. Like, like my brain just shut down. It was like, nope, there's it, no pain. You saw it, but it didn't happen. But like when I said it the second time, it's like it's snapped out of it and everything hurt. Dude, fuck that. Yeah, no, that sucks. That's not a that's not a fun way to fun fun pain fun injury to get. That. No. So then I got sent to Walter Reed, and I was there for a while. Yeah. Um. So that's a shit show. Um, <laughs> but when I was there. Um, that's where I got introduced to warrior hockey. Nice. Yeah. Um, so they have a program there that they kind of recruit people from the hospital to come play hockey as part of physical therapy. Nice. So like warrior hockey, um, like I played for the Colorado warriors, but in general, there's 40 teams across the U S that are all based on, it's all like every person involved has a disability rating from one of the military branches and it's to like build camaraderie and be part of a team again. Um, when you're not, you don't have the same environment, you know, some guys can't quite handle not having that yeah. around them. Makes sense. So, so it's like, so it's like having like a, having like a built in, like, Support group almost. Yeah, you guys are doing it a, a sport around right. the support group. That's kind of cool. That makes sense. That's really cool. And I know, like, um, you guys are before the COVID shit went crazy. I know you were. You guys were looking at doing like a bunch of like national tournaments, correct? Uh, yeah, we're still playing. So we're going to Dallas in March, since Texas doesn't care and they're still wide open. We're gonna <laughs> go down there and play. Um, but we. St- We've recently, so Colorado Warriors was a tryout-based team. Um, We have other groups that you don't have to try out for that you could still come and play, but we started a tryout-based one to, like, because some guys are fine with just playing rec league, and some people want to still continue to, like, train and try to get better and do better than, you know, than you did before. Makes sense. And you're, like, the... You're you're part of like the actual like people like management sort of. I, I'm so I'm a board member because okay. it's 501c3. All these teams like all the teams are 501c3, so yeah. have all the right paperwork set up, all the you know legit legal documents to be a charity. Um, and I'm so I'm a vice president for the organization and also. A, I'm the assistant GM for the team. Oh, that's sweet. That's awesome. So that doesn't really mean anything because, like, the, once the we did like legit tryouts where like we had a guy come in to coach it, and he picked the team. He didn't know any of us beforehand. He based it on the two tryouts we had, and he picked the team. Oh, sweet. So it wasn't like, hey, I'm putting this together. You're my buddy. You're on the team. You're my buddy. You're on the team. So it's like a legit like team though. Yeah, I didn't think I was making it. Well, <laughs> you made it though. I get told all the time that I cuz I'm the guy that never thinks I'm as good as I am at sports, but I've yeah. always been good enough to like play on teams. Yeah. 
but like hockey, I didn't start until I was an adult. Yeah. And I was, I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. Did, had you played hockey before they recruited you to play? Um, so I played inline hockey. Um, I started that in Georgia when I lived near Savannah. Okay. Uh, buddy from the army invited me to play like inline hockey. They would go to an outdoor rink and just play. So I would go do that. And then when I got hurt, they found out that I played hockey. So they asked me if I would be in, you know, the team. <laughs> yeah. If I would come play on that and I'm like, I've never been on ice. And they're like, ah, eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well. You know, it. so I went and did that. And then when I moved back out here after I left Walter Reed, I never played like I didn't go back and play ice. I just played inline for eight years. Oh, sweet. And then I saw online that this team was starting up and just was like, ah, whatever, I'll try it. Well, that's that's awesome. Hockey is a sport like I can't skate worth a shit, but like I wish I knew how and I'm sure I could probably learn how to skate, but I think it would be a fun sport. Like I wish it was something I did. It's it's one of those it seems harder than it is. Like cause you feel like your legs are gonna like buckle under you for like the first four times you're out there and then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a hot, do you, okay. If you have a hockey nickname, is it Brooksy? Is that what they call you? Or do not you not? Really. I mean, when I was in the army, that's what guys called me. Okay. Yeah. I just saw a TikTok the other day when they were bringing out like hockey nicknames for people and they were all pretty generalized the same idea. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Makes sense. I was going to say, so um, I do want to, you know, because you just never know who's listening to these things. So if anybody wants to, like, I guess, donate or whatever to uh, the cause, because I know you guys are, how can they get in contact with you? Um, so we are on all social media. It's just Colorado Warriors is what it's under. All right. Sweet. They can just contact you through that. Yeah, it will. So right now it's me and another guy, the guy who's the GM. You know, we're the only two that receive any of that information. So if they reach out, it'll either be me or him that receives it. Like, yeah. Well, then people should do that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and because hockey seems like one of those, like, uh, really brutal sports and like you might have to survive through it. Um, I think that's a good way to get us into a draft about surviving things. Your segues are great. They are awesome. <laughs> they are awesome. I was like, it sounded better in the head, but you know, whatever. I don't professionally do this yet. <laughs> Maybe, you know, someday when I win this lotto though, tonight, right. We'll- it doesn't matter. You can do it professionally. Professionally, I'm gonna do it whenever. Draw? Like, when does that happen? I don't know. Uh, I think I think it's like 11. I got yeah. 28 minutes to buy a ticket, so you're they, draw it. they cut you're off not. ticket buying at nine o'clock my time, and they draw it at 10. Oh well, if I don't I make got, it. I don't make it. But don't worry, I got you covered. I'm winning. I got the winning ticket. We're good. Thanks. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we started, Ray picked the uh, category of. Uh, I didn't write it down because I'm an idiot. Post-apocalyptic. Yes, <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to say it wrong. Post apocalyptic survival kit items, but we also decided that you already have a bag, water, and food because you have to have those to survive. So, um, so we have we each have a bag, we each have water, and we each have food, and then we're gonna draft five other items in our five 
thing draft with it being a snake draft. Ray, as you know, we allow our guests to pick the slot and they pick in. Um, we've had somebody pick first. We've had somebody pick second. We've had most people pick second. I don't, do we ever had him? Uh, Ryan picked third. So our two comedians that we've had on were the only people who didn't pick second. So, <laughs> and it's five, right? Yep, five rounds. Yeah. Okay, then I want the third pick. Yep, because that that picks last. Yeah, right? yeah. Tone, I believe it's your turn to choose your draft position. <laughs> I'm gonna take the second pick. Okay. So I'll I'll uh, lead off here. I suppose fire would be pretty important. So I guess I should take like, uh, I would, is it pretty archaic to say like a flint rock and stuff or like, what would like a fight? Can I just say fire starter? I don't want to, I don't want to do matches or a lighter because that'll eventually run out. I need like a striker and a flint rock or something for. Yeah. I think bear girls makes like a flint. Sure. Yeah. A little something to start fire with flint. So yeah, we'll say flint. We'll give you flint on that. That doesn't make my water dirty since it's associated with Flint, does it? No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably the only marginally, way. But no more dangerous than anywhere else at that <laughs> point. That's uh, yeah. Uh, I did zero research on this one because I... <laughs> uh, so I'm going to... Because mm, I was going to take Flint. I should have took the first one because I had that one. That's all I got so far. We're gonna start it with a bow and string. Um, I'm gonna take. You know what? Because you can kind of, sort of, if you get good at it, which I feel like if I'm gonna survive, I'm gonna have to get good at it. I bet you you could probably start some sparks off of a knife. I'm gonna take a knife, a really good like knife with a hook. You can gut things. You can fucking stab them to death. All that kind of stuff. So, I'll guess a hunting knife. I guess Just regular hunting knife. I guess I don't. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't going to be like the pizza draft where we're like different varieties of thing. I think Tone just took all the knives. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just take the knives. All the knives. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, my first would probably be a shotgun. Fair enough. Did I just get all the guns? No, yeah. just shotgun. Just the shotgun? Yeah, right? I mean, you get all I the knives. I think, like, knives are pretty general. I think I know, oh, there's obviously a shit ton of different knives, but, like, guns are more, like, diversified. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Fair enough. So shot, the, way, the way I see it is, I know we said food's already available, but you can use it to hunt, but also shotguns are good for protection, and, you know, they're just versatile. If you that know, makes sense. There's a bunch of different rounds you can get. You could shoot them far. You can, you know. Shotgun's pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean that's a that's a legit that's a legit survival technique. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I mean, because it's you know, if it's zombies or just regular post-apocalypse where people are just crazy, shotgun works against both. I mean, it makes sense. That's true. Yeah, and you could use it. It's a blunt object too. You can like fuck people up with it. I mean, so I guess, Ray, Ray, you got the fourth pick, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, I guess my next pick 
would be one of those e-tools. The shovel with the folds out. Got you, yeah. That's a good one. I, I definitely was thinking about I, I could probably take something like that. I've seen people like they have them on their cars and stuff. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's on Jeep's lot. Yeah, we get a lot of people with like FJs and stuff out here that have them. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, because it's a foot you know, job. A, what? Yeah, foot jobs. Yeah, people yeah. are driving foot jobs. <laughs> popular in Colorado. Very popular. Very popular. Um, fuck. Um, I'm going to take uh, like a, I get. I met. Is it, I don't know. It might have been the same thing you just took, though. But like, like a survival knife, like a like a Swiss like Army a, knife, like, like a, Swiss a Army, Maybe sort of like that, something like that, like a multi tool. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm taking. Man, you're okay. you're good on this. You got a knife, a multi tool. Damn right. Wait, I, I feel like you should have just taken the multi tool first, and then I probably <laughs> I feel like we wasted a pig. I probably should have. Okay, <laughs> it has two knives. <laughs> Well, now I got a small knife and a big knife. I could probably rub them together and make fire. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> maybe. Make a spark, at least, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Just rub maybe. it up against something metal. Uh-huh. I am going to take a hatchet. If I got something to start fire, I probably want to start wood on fire. So I got a hatchet, and you can do it. use it for a lot of different things. Makes Are sense. You t- like hatchet slash axe? Is it all one thing, or I would say you could still take a. Take I, an I don't plan on taking it. I just was wondering. I just don't want to lug an axe around. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Makes sense. Uh, so I assume post-apocalyptic, there's like vacant houses and stuff you can live on, but yeah, I'm not sure if that would be depending on the scenario if that's the route I want to make. I would like to take a good tent. Legit. Tent. So you have you. So you have fire and uh, and. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're doing good. You're, I. Um. Man. Uh, fuck. This sucks. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm gonna take? Um, ah, let's see. Shit, I can't. Like, I have like two or three that I'm like, I should probably take that, but I should probably take that. Uh, I'm gonna take a first aid kit. Fuck y'all. Y'all don't get y'all don't get no first aid kits. Isn't it you again? No, you're in the middle. Yeah, I'm in the middle. Um, so I would take. I don't know what most people call it. In the army, we call it 550 cord. It's just paracord rope. So I would take that because you can build a shelter if you have some stuff. If there's no houses or whatever. That's a good one. I thought that was what I was was between. I was going to take a first aid kit or paracord, but I should have took paracord. (laughs) (laughs) So then it's me again, right? Yeah. So, this is a tough one. There's so many different ways you can well, but, try to well, survive. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm just probably legitimately like this. Is how we we usually go off the rails at least once during these drafts. 
I would literally just have, I would try to make a run at like a Walmart and just like take all of the Bear Grylls survival stuff. No, horrible idea. What? What you need to do is go to the Amazon warehouse because people aren't going to think about that. That's fair enough. Good point. And we have one of those here in the Springs. We do. That. Everywhere has one now. We got one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's how they get shit to you in two days. Right. <laughs> don't even put um, it in my cart yet and it shows up at my door. I'm like, I didn't fucking order that yet. You're like, it's just in my cart. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then you try to return it and they're like, oh, no, don't worry about it. That is true. Get all, uh, get all the bear, bear grill shit, though. Yeah. So, next pick. Um, it's getting tougher because there's more stuff I want. And I already know what my last pick is. Because <laughs> nobody's going to pick it. Um... Maybe like a one of those good sleeping bag kits. Like a, I can see that. Okay. Like the layers. It's got the you know the outer layers. Yeah, so yeah. Waterproof. That's pretty legit. I could see that working out for you. You could also tie like your paracord to the end and like make yourself a hammock. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, see? All right, so I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to take a life straw. There you go. You already have water. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, shit, we do. Fuck. Well, good pick, though, just in yeah. case. Maybe you misplaced your water. <laughs> All right, well, I'll That's stick the macaroni that. and cheese of this draft. That is definitely. <laughs> fucking life straw. It's all right. What do you mean he retired two years ago? God, what a you ever fucking... the league? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was that, I that, was, that, that was good. That, that was definitely my yeah. That was definitely my dumbass. Like taco. God damn it! <laughs> I would. Third kicker. Dude, we already gave you a kicker. Dude, speaking speaking of that, I would definitely be taco if we were if we were like put into the league. That would be me. You might be more like uh, Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass. No. I was thinking, what of Paul Shear's character? Like, if we're drafting, you're like, oh shit. Nah, I don't. Doctor Tom, Andre. I, I think I'd definitely be probably like Mark Duplass. I'd be like the weird. I wouldn't be like too crazy, but I'd be like crazy enough. He's pretty, he might be my favorite. We went and saw Steve Renazizi live down in Indy. Steve Renazizi. Yeah, he's, he's pretty funny. And then. Shortly after that, it was like, oh, yeah, he was like a stolen Valor 9-11 guy. Yeah. That's not good. Not, no. not good. Not it's good. Not, yeah. But, but it's I'm okay. Kind of stolen Valor in general. But it's okay because <laughs> right. when it comes to comedians, stolen Valor is a lot better than molesting people. So True. Yeah. Bill Cosby really saved the rest of So for my next pick, are we, is there electric anywhere or are we... Assuming there's no no grid. I don't think there's power. I mean, it's apocalypse. If you have power, then it's not really that bad. Yeah. Because I was thinking about taking like an iPod Touch or something, just so I had (laughs) something to do, but that that would last me all of like six hours because I'd be Um, like, no, you just have to find an elliptical 
and then you could plug it in and charge it, but with motion. Well, sure. it's like there's an old ESPN commercial where Lance Armstrong was powering the ESPN headquarters yeah. by riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna take that. Though. When I was deployed, I would plug in my phone or iPad and and huh. it'd be charged by the time I was done working out. That's so crazy. you really, if you take the iPad, you have to actually make a double pick because you have to take an elliptical so, as well. I'm assuming you could find that anywhere there was an elliptical before. Nobody's gonna loot an elliptical. <laughs> Sure. This is your Good starter point. kit. This isn't everything you'll have. Oh, this is my starter kit. This so, is what you throw in the bag before you walk out of the house. Okay. I was just thinking this is what we had for our entire after this. I mean, you still have, you know, there's still stuff around. All right. I know we have a bag to carry stuff in, but I want like an insulated bag or a cooler. Because I'm going to find stuff that I want to keep cold. And then for my last pick, because I'm going to like playing to win here or playing for keeps, I want a shell reloader, like a shotgun shell reloader, just so like after you use all your shells, then you have your guns useless. You never picked a gun. Yes, but that makes your just canceled out your gun choice. Hmm. Well, you could always loot a dick's. He eventually he's gonna run out of shells. I mean, fair enough. I mean, yeah, but I feel like shotgun shells the most common, so you'll find plenty. And if I start with what I got, <laughs> hopefully you don't have to use the gun as much. But right, that is true. Yeah, I think the goal there would be not to use the gun as much. Right, it's to have, not yeah. to use. Good point. Well, uh, well, then maybe we can trade, and I can have a sleeping bag for my tent. Wait, are we on this we together? Because we're looking pretty good if we're all going together. I, I mean, my lifestyle is going to come in clutch. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going for separate. Yeah, but, me yeah. too. I was just... <laughs> separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, me and Tone meet. could start together. Probably, I could probably get to him pretty easy. You know, yeah. We, but the the good thing is, is like, I would assume that if we're in post apocalyptic time, you probably it's going to become the wild, wild west. So there will be some form of trading. So gems is reloader would probably be pretty valuable. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I should have took like a case of whiskey or something. Fuck. Yeah. Um, well, my legit plan, if it ever happened is to go steal a truck from work to oh, start. Makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, shit. Um, Hmm. I want to get like really dumb, but like be like, I'm gonna take the keys to a Walmart, and then I'm just gonna live in a Walmart. That's fair. And They'll so, never find you there. Right. Be that won't be the first place they bust through. I got the keys though. I'm gonna lock that bitch up, and then I'm gonna fucking glass and I'm gonna reinforce it with all the other stuff. You haven't watched many zombie movies, have you? No, but they I'm get in. I'm going you to know, Bill Murray's house. Oh, you're right. No, dude. The crazy thing is, though, is like, what kind of zombies are we dealing with? Like, are we dealing with the slow zombies? Because totally. like if it's I, the fast ones, nobody has a chance anyway. I was, was going to say the slow ones. I feel like I could fuck up. Though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Natalie Portman lived in a fucking Walmart for like three days in that one movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. I literally, because we have food, we have water, and we have a bag. You don't really need. M- Anything else? It's just a shit. Uh, 
Yeah, since we don't really need anything. No, that's a bad plan because that's fucking makes noise. Um, Strohorn. I was gonna say guitar just so I had something. <laughs> <to do. laughs> probably a bad plan. Um, fuck. Uh, damn. Um. Uh, fuck. Now that doesn't help you on an offer. I'm gonna take a bike. Not bad. Yeah, I'll take a bike. I'll give you a bike trailer to go with it. <laughs> that way I can like. Well, I'm assuming I don't have a car. So well, I mean, gas will stop working after a couple years. So yeah, so I'm gonna need. A, I'm gonna need a bike. So, is it mine? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I'm gonna take. Do you guys listen to audiobooks at all? Yeah. No, I listen to a lot of post-apocalyptic audiobooks. Um, I don't listen to those, but I do listen to audiobooks. <laughs> so the, there's one that I listen to, and it's called Mountain Men or Mountain Man. He says the third most important thing in the apocalypse. Uh, this is a zombie book. So after food and water, the third most important thing is ass wipe. Like dude wipe. I'm taking all the toilet paper. Smart. I mean, there's plenty of things you can wipe your butt with, but do you want to? It's true. Makes sense. I mean, look at look at we're in a pandemic. What was the first thing people went for? Right. Yeah. Good point. That's probably a good. Call. And then I thought it was starting because I'm like, it's happening. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that shit's nuts. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a that's a solid. It's so tough though. Like if you really like thought about it, like you're like, damn. I mean, you got food and water. Fire obviously makes sense because you can cook anything. I mean, outside of outside of that, you're really like good. I mean, I feel like when I was like, so I'm an Eagle Scout, which isn't really necessarily a good thing anymore. But (laughs) (laughs) when I was a kid, we learned how to like start fires without stuff. Yeah, like we actually did it. I'm pretty sure I could figure it out now when I could do it when I was like ten. Probably. Did you get an autograph from the Pope when you became an Eagle Scout? Because I know (laughs) that was like part of it. it, It's it's up to like your Scout Master to they send out requests to certain people. So I have like I was going through storage the other day, and that's where I found some of this stuff. Oh, wrong one. That stuff that I decided to put out. Um, and you get you get a you get a fucking autograph from the Pope? No, I didn't. But I got, I got one from, like, Dick Cheney. I got one from, like, it's just random people. Like, it just sent to. So it's not specifically the Pope? No. Because but I feel, you I feel like that got real like, double whammy. If you're, yeah. I thought we literally might have just, like, cracked the code on, like, a massive conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just never gave it to me. You know, like my parents were like, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you become an Eagles guy, you get an autograph from the Pope. I was like, this is, and then you get sent to Epstein Island. Like, what the fuck? Like, what else happens? Like, how big do you think the Catholic Church is on Epstein Island? Like half of it. I mean, probably, probably. makes the cathedrals look tiny, dude. 
That I did not know you had. That was that's a random thing I just what? learned. I just learned something, gems. Thanks. You learned like so. You learned some real life skills, but it was also like people that I knew were in charge of it. Yeah. Like so, it wasn't like my parents were dropping me off with strangers. You know, like I mean, fair enough. It's like a community. It's supposed to be a community. That's the problem. So yeah. most things are no longer a community anymore. So it's like it is get it gets real sketch. You're like, okay, heck yeah, I'm just gonna drop a kid off. No, I'm not doing that shit. You're nuts. Yeah, but I mean, but, like, my parents were at everything when I was a kid. You know, like, if I was playing sports, that one of them was there. I remember the first time I can ever remember I had a sporting event that neither of my parents showed up to was I had a wrestling tournament like junior year that like my sister had something going on and my dad was out of town for work. And that was the only time I can ever remember as a child that one of them wasn't there. Well, I think that's a, I think that's more of a rarity though, but yeah. Cause most times, yeah. I mean, like I miss a lot of my kids shit just cause I'm working, but yeah. it is what it is. I mean, yeah, but your kid plays like seven days a week, like pretty much 400 days a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is, that is accurate. Yes. Yeah. 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 And here they're like, oh, no, it's not a big deal. The tournament's just like three hours away. No big deal. <laughs> just, just North Denver. And you're like, that could take six hours to get there from here. Yeah. You're like, really? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. So, yeah. No. But, man, that was oh, a fun. That was, that was super fun. That was a good draft. Um, yeah. Man. Uh, Tell yeah, my favorite baseball player. I mentioned him on uh, our last friend's yeah. podcast. <laughs> That's why I put him out. Where's your Steve? Where, where's your Steve Wilkos fucking action figure though? <laughs> what? Your Steve Wilkos action figure, man. Fucking Jer- Jerry Springer's fucking security guard. Oh, is he from Baltimore? No, he no, just looks no, look like him. He just looks like Cal Ripken. <laughs> Cal Ripken post post HGH. He's on the Did you see that Calrickin's mom got kidnapped a couple years ago? Bring it back to the kidnapping. Why did this not come up when we were talking about kidnapping? Because I just thought of it. <laughs> Cal Ripken's mom got kidnapped? She got stuffed in the trunk of her own car and drove around. And then I think they figured out that it was Cal Ripken's mom. And that's like the worst thing you could do in Baltimore. So they dropped <laughs> her back off at her house and left. Like they just dropped the car in front of the house and left. Okay. Wow. She was in the trunk still. I mean, that's wild, though. I mean, that's just like that's just like a Wednesday in fucking Mexican soccer leagues, though. But yeah, like they just get kidnapped all the time. It seems like, but dude, I did not hear that. That seems like something I would have heard of. But I mean, I, I guarantee you it happened. Uh, no, <laughs> I, 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 I believe it. Dude, it was both his playing career, so it nobody really cared. Yeah, probably makes sense, dude. I always do wonder, like, how uh, how interesting it would have been if we would have had like social media for like the generation of baseball that I loved, like Chipper Jones and all that. I bet you that shit was wild. I bet I Chipper was Ken, wild. I got Ken Griffey over here too. What? I got Ken Griffey over here too. Ken Griffey was probably wild. See, I bet you Ken Griffey was getting into some wild. <laughs> Who do you got? That's Paul Canarco. One arm, Paul Canarco. It's the you can turn his hat around Uh, (laughs) because it's Ken Griffey. Hell yeah, man. Ken Griffey. I mean, and I have my Wiffle Ball World Series ring. Oh, yeah. Wiffle Ball World Series ring. 
So are we putting in a Tone and Gems team into Wiffle Ball? We should. Good. I mean, if we turn it into a visit the parents situation. (laughs) Yeah, you're about four hours, but I mean, that's a hell of a lot closer than you are now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I want a trip from work and went and toured a brewery in Michigan, and my parents drove up to come see me while I was there for work. I mean, I have family in Michigan, so I could probably turn it into like a visit the family situation as well. I might actually be closer to my family there than you are to your family there. Uh, probably, because he's like 15 minutes from Michigan. Yeah, so I was going to say. How far is, Gems, how far is it from you to Lansing? Lansing, Michigan. Lansing? Yeah. Uh, from where I sit right now to Lansing, Michigan is two hours and 28 minutes. Yeah. 155 so. miles. So sweet. Yeah, I could get there fast. Yeah. Heck yeah! Well, Look, I mean, my parents even have an RV. Like they can park it. We can fuck yeah crash in there at the park. There you go. I like it. I mean, we got Jim Shear on our team. Jim Shear said he he was down. If, so you just start recruiting fans. guests and we make a team. I feel like Matt Hires probably would be down. We could probably get him to be like the entertainment as well. Your buddy Duke would probably do it, right? Duke would yeah, probably do it. Already- <laughs> Duke Duke seems like he would be down. I don't know if I could have a Bears fan on my team though, but I get dibs on any position. I get to hit somebody with a ball. I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna start having for these buddy podcasts. I'll just start having my buddies that I know like are super good. Yeah, <laughs> then we'll, we'll just have a good team. Like, well, do we to- know anyone who played in the major leagues? Like, let's recruit them. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We'll have somebody on at some point that you said slow pitch with football, right? Yeah. Oh, dude! I feel like I'd I'd crush slow pitch fish wiffle ball. I thought this was fast pitch wiffle ball. No, it's slow pitch. You I mean, you, Jesus and, Christ! I'm gonna crush it. I'm you like, pay attention to your co-host. I'm fucking Barry Bonds of this league. We're, like, I I think I just need to apparently do the podcast, uh, without tone because he doesn't listen to me. Right. I never heard you say slow pitch. I thought I thought we were playing a real sport. How do, Ray, did you hear How would I know? Look, I wouldn't be volunteering to play in fast pitch wiffle ball. Those dudes are nuts. That's why I, I thought that's what we were playing. Now it's less impressive for everything I've done, but now it's uh well no, I'm just saying I feel like it would be impossible to hit some of those pitches that they throw in those are I would much I would rather sometimes do the fast pitch because you'll get people that'll sit there sometimes, some of these tool bags that we play against. And I'll just sit there and wait for the perfect pitch. I, if well, I can pitch with my I, bat, if I can put a bat on it, I'm gonna swing. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I have a 38 inch yellow bat. If I can touch it, I'm swinging. I mean, you, you, I guys, been... you guys don't have like the pad down where it's like if it lands in a zone, it's a strike. No, they didn't do it originally, so they kept the uh, originality of the first tournament. See, yeah, they should still have a strike zone that if it hits it or goes in it, then it's still a strike. Yeah. But like when I play, when I used to play slow pitch softball, I would get called out sometimes because I would step over the plate to hit the ball yeah. because I'd rather hit it than stand there. Yeah. Dude, standing there sucks. Yeah, for sure. But no, well, I'm down. It's like, well, you now just, uh, our team just got upgraded because I thought I was going to be like mediocre. Now I'm definitely going to be like Hall of Fame level. Calling <laughs> <laughs> you out, Jims. He's going to the Hall of Fame already. That's fine. He's well, never he's never stepped up to the plate, and he's already in the Hall of Fame. Dude. I just I just had the vote for the 2021 Hall of Fame yesterday. 
So if you're a member of the Hall of Fame, we get to vote on future members? Yeah. Gems is big, big time. Yeah. I'm in, the, I'm in the big wiffle ball scene. Not as much as I yeah. used to be. Like. Can we, can we, make, we, should, we really need to make a, a – me and Gems talk all the time about making documentaries. I, we need to make a documentary about wiffle ball. Can do it. We have all the people. I mean, we should. I'll get I'll get Kobe on here soon, and we can ask we can ask all the wiffle ball questions you ever dreamed of. Dude, I hope so. That I do. I'm I'm in now. I definitely want to. I mean, like I I mean I played kid. You know, like as a kid, never. But we used to play. I would go over an uncle's house, and we would play like all the kids in the family. And his house, like his backyard, was like a hill. We played on a hill, and then there was a fence at the top of it. So you'd have to run. real hard to hit a home run. I mean, so, yes, I say it. The fence, it would come rolling back. So, like, sometimes they would misjudge it. It would hit the fence and go past them, and they're chasing it back down the hill, and you're just running. Uh, you get – if you haven't done it in a while, like even, like, for me who played a shit ton of it, like, it'll take, like, a – game or two like on the cause Saturday's round robin to get like kind of back in the swing of things like because you'll just miss it like especially me like going from playing slow pitch softball to wiffle ball like it's a different swing and stuff but once you get back into it I don't I, know I, I mean I, I, I the hockey I feel like the hand-eye coordination is pretty good still like I hit pucks out of the air I feel like I can at least make contact right no yeah you'll make contact it's just a matter of hitting uh because you have to make I don't know I don't even think about it, but there is a little like transition between playing softball to yeah. football without without like fucking up. It's just a timing thing, I think, more than anything. Gems, you've underestimated your co-host here because I'm like, if we're doing, if we're legit having this tournament, like the three months beforehand, I'm buying like beans and I'm hitting them with like a like like a pencil. Like, there you gonna, go. I'm, I'm not. Well, I, I don't we're doubt that. Training on the oh, side. I'm in. I'm fucking. We could start getting together and train. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get all rocky. Right. It's gonna be like fucking rocky and shit. I'm gonna be like ready. The official yellow bat with the ball, where half of it's solid and the other half got the slits in it. Oh, sweet! I hit those all the time. That's the ones I get for my son. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, we're good. Then. What's the furthest you've seen one hit? So my best friend, who was actually uh, born in Poland, we had a field. The first and second year we played, we like I was slow on the choosing a field. Everybody else chose like the two ball field in the area or had one built in their yard. And I was like, well, fuck. The instructional field's like 140. And so, like, the typical football field's under 100 feet, like the fences. That's about. So, this is like 140 or 150 instructional field. And uh, so, pitching machine. So, my buddy's from Poland. And I was like, well, we'll call this the Polish grounds, kind of like the polo grounds since it's so big, but we're going to play backwards on it. So it's the Polish grounds. And uh, he hit one out of there, which was like, he probably hit this ball like 100. There was some wind involved, but he probably hit it like 160 feet. Still, you got to get a hold of it. It's not just going. He's he's probably the best. Like, if he would have stuck with it, like He's probably one of the best players. Pound for there. pound, the best wiffle ball player. Five foot six, 180 pounds. Oh, so I'm pretty close. Yeah. He's, got... <laughs> He's Joe Rogan. Yeah. 
No. I, I can get jerseys made from <laughs> China. From China? Yeah, there, you should see got... some of the... I'll, uh... You should see some of the jerseys that are made. Like, Kobe does... They're the Nuker Lyle Newt, and they do a sweet-ass jersey every year. Like, full oh. dye. Like, full sub dye. Oh, shit. That's dope. The double made it? Yeah. We used to do... we When we did, uh... When we did, uh... Uh, adult league softball. All of our jerseys were like su- super sweet. We so, we talked about that one episode about having a different jersey because I have a shit ton of like full sub. I have jerseys. so many of them. I have, I have some really good ones. I'm like, man, fuck. I can't wear them anywhere because it's just lame. But like, they're tight. So I, it kind of ties into one of your previous drafts as well. I went to a hockey tournament in Pennsylvania a couple months ago. And we didn't take our team. We just assembled a team for there of guys from different Warriors teams across the nation. So we were the ultimate Warriors. Nice. Oh. And we wore these. Those are tight. Those are tight. Yeah. Dude, those, the, are, those are sweet. The team that's won like the most championships in the big tournament are the Colt West Warriors. And their logo is based off of the ultimate warrior. Oh, dude, tight. If I was on a team that was named after Ultimate Warrior, I'd go full face paint. So Hockey, that seems like a poor idea, though. You sweat a lot. I wouldn't care. It would be gone, and you wouldn't be able to see. I would just look like uh, fucking Quentin Nelson. That dude It would be sweet, like a goalie helmet. John Randall. Dude, have you ever seen Quentin Nelson after a game, though? Dude, dude, he's got so much. Dude, he's got a ton on his face, dude. Like Notre Dame guy. Is Quentin Nelson a Notre Dame guy? Yeah, I'm right. Why did I, Why did I not realize that? I should have probably realized that. But Surprised he didn't live in Virginia Beach. He probably, <laughs> he, pro- he probably does in the off season. <laughs> he's a he's a military brat, dude. What a, what if he was for real? <laughs> You're like, dude, really, dude? Yeah, Quentin Nelson's face shit is like the, it's it's actually disgusting to be honest with you. <laughs> It's like nasty, dude. You're like, really, dude? Like, look at this shit. Like, he looks like he just got out of a fucking fight. It's like uh, if Ozzy yeah. played football. Yeah. You're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, that's a lot. Like, why would you put in that much? And first off, you're playing indoors. So... That's a lot. He just scoops and smears. Yeah. He's a scoop and smear guy. He's one sweaty day away from going full blackface and getting canceled. <laughs> Dude, I, he, if he puts a scoop up here, he's definitely screwed. I, like I've tried it before. I didn't. Black I never face? noticed the difference, and oh. it annoyed me more than. Like, <laughs> I would do the while playing sports, and it never helped. I don't. But I have squinty eyes. Well, yeah. it didn't make a difference. Dude, by the way, eye black is terrible, so I do agree with you. But I, I, we used to wear it sometimes. But you, but you definitely missed gems making fun of you. Oh, because you, you, you said I tried it once, and he said blackface. <laughs> no, no, just eye black. Oh, okay. But you see these eyes here? I can see perfectly fine, and they're like closed. <sighs> Does anyone? Uh, speaking of blackface, did, did, did he, have either of you watched the movie Soul Man? <laughs> no, dude, that's a yeah, that's a movie. It got made in the eighties where the dude went full blackface. It was yeah, 
Why is it okay for Robert Downey Jr. to do it, but everyone else gets in trouble? I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, I think Would they try to work now. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't no, no, great. But man. but I th- but I think people give him a pass because every now and then somebody tries to cancel Robert Downey Jr. and then everybody else is like, "Listen, exception, we're good." <laughs> He admits to what he did, though, in his past. Like, there's never been... Well, I mean, like, the thing is, is, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a, on this weird thing, and, like, like okay, like, if you're, if you're acting, shouldn't you be able to play a character? Like, well, like, 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 Michael Rappaport plays a skinhead Nazi in Higher Learning, but he's not a skinhead Nazi. I mean, well, I think also because they're actively making fun of it in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Is yeah. why it's a little bit better because like, they actively make fun of it. It's like a wink and nod to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. But like, but yeah, like some of those movies are like, dude, like we're going to cancel people because like, I like, did you guys see the Anne Hathaway thing where like, I guess like she plays in one of these witch shows or some shit and she has like three fingers in the show and like people are like, you're not disabled. <laughs> I don't care what Anne Hathaway does. She's not getting canceled. (laughs) You don't think so? I mean, have you seen her in like Catwoman or whatever she was? And Batman? Or was it the third leg of the... Yeah. Is Anne Hathaway a good actress? I don't know, but she's hot. (laughs) Sometimes? Good? I don't know. Anna Kendrick's like that for me. I'd just watch anything Anna Kendrick does. I like Anna Kendrick too. Must be the A N. It could be they're just in movies with a lot of good people too. (laughs) Eh, true. But I think I think they're in movies for a reason though. I think because people just just, I think they're. Do you know what's crazy about? And this is gonna. This will probably get me canceled if I. But so to end it and then cancel yourself. (sighs) So is it how you like your coffee tone? No, no, (laughs) no, it is not. no, <laughs> no, but it, and I don't think this is an offensive thing to say because so there's like in in media there's like a lot of the women that people are like oh my god she's like the hottest woman they're not really hot they're just like this ridiculous like fake thing that's like whatever I think the reason why Anna Kendrick and Anne Hathaway work is because they are reasonably hot they're like in the form where like you're like I could see her shopping at the store and be like. Oh, she's a really pretty lady, but not be like so ridiculous that you're like, oh, it's a unicorn. Yeah, and Anna Kendrick's like pretty talented too. Like she can sing and she's funny. Yeah, really. Like you yeah. did well in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cups. Cups did well. It's still on the radio. It's a, it was a number one hit. Yeah, so I can't beat that. I think the only other actress that did that was uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Really. Mm-hmm. That was an actress before they were a singer. Yeah, I think like like an actual like big actress that like had a number one single because like um, she had a single with like I think it was Huey Lewis or something like that for like the single soundtrack. Or something. Is she the news? No, she's not the news. No, oh. yeah, I mean that that would be breaking news if Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> was the news. Although Gwyneth Paltrow is like kind of got to that point where she's like she jumped the shark on herself. Like you're like go away, please, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> so but yeah 
next time you're on, we're going to do a draft of like random female actresses just for the hell of it. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> just because. Laminated, a laminated list draft. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's the. I think that's the best spot to end this podcast. We talked about a lot today. We got through a lot. Um, and uh, Ray, thank you for coming on. Appreciate you having you. And uh, we'll have you. Uh, hopefully everybody goes and checks out your hockey stuff. And uh, we have like somebody that's a billionaire that donates a ton of money to you. Also, just donate a bunch of money to me and Gems too if you're at it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't but, get my lottery ticket, so Tony you better win tonight, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, but uh, thanks everybody for watching. Go rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, whatever the hell you want to do with this podcast. Uh, pass it along. It's good. You know it's good because you just listen to two hours and eight minutes of three dudes who you have no clue who the fuck they are talking. So, if you're if you're hearing this, if you're if you're one of the listeners that doesn't know who we are, I would assume yeah. the majority of our current listeners know who at least one of us is. Right? Probably not me, but maybe those two. Yeah. Well, you're bringing in new listeners now because you're going to tell your yeah. friends to listen. Of my, of my forty Twitter followers. Yeah. Hey, every little bit counts. That's how right. we. That's how we look at it. So thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next time. So bye. Bye.